WrestleMania 3 at the Silverdome in Pontiac, Michigan. It's going to be called down the middle, 50-50. The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. I heard you laugh. I heard you get off on it, brother. In their business life and in their private life. Hello and welcome back to the Yes Talk uh, with your host Dustin Kaufman. That's me, uh, and thank you for listening. Uh, I, this is our second episode of the Yes Talk, and we are now the third most listened to show on the Trending Topics Network dot com. How about that? Uh, we are second only to uh, my other show, Talk Drops. How about that? I I beat myself. So that's right. I've been with Trending Topics now for uh, one week. This is my second week with the Yes Talk and Talk Drops. And I am sitting at the number two and three spot for the most uh, listened to shows for the week. How about that? Thanks for your support, Trending Topics Network fans, Yes Talk fans, wrestling fans. Um, we got a lot to talk about this week and we are joined, uh, we are joined by our West coast wrestling correspondent, mean Mark Thornton. That's me, Dustin. Glad to be back. Glad to be back on episode number two here. I'm live outside the Levi's stadium and security's telling me to leave. Um, I'm not supposed to still be here. WrestleMania was days ago. I'm just kidding. I am actually at home. <laughs> in LA. What's up, Dustin? How's it going? How's it going, man? Mark? Can so uh, audience, this is Mark. Uh, can we? Can we? That guy can tell him a little about your real life. What you do in real life? Is that okay? I mean, I guess you could break kayfabe. Um, me and Mark Thornton, besides uh, <laughs> being our West Coast wrestling correspondent, he's also uh, an amazing uh, editor in the business of entertainment. Uh, you're doing Andy oh, Melanakis's. I appreciate what? that. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I'm involved in uh, working on this. Um, uh, he's got a web series that's a wacky guy, uh, Andy Melanakis. Some people might remember him. Definitely not connected to the wrestling world at all. Not at uh, all. But you've also done music videos. You did one for the lead singer, A System of a Down. You were involved with that, even? Yeah, yeah. A bunch of kind of random, uh, random, uh, that's just like, uh, yeah, music video stuff I kindly kind of do for fun, since, uh, it's uh, less <laughs> less uh, less common than other work, but, uh. For fun. Like, hey, I, I'm just gonna do this, uh. This video with System of a Down for fun, no big deal. Well, that, well, okay, that one, that one was a hired gig. That one, that one was, <laughs> that one was a little more legit. But, but usually right. it's, uh, usually it's not the day job, you know, the video, music videos. But anyways, yeah. And uh, you can check him out at arkmay.com, A-R-K-M-A-Y. So, but for tonight, he oh, is yeah. with us as me, Mark Thornton. Uh, yeah, I'm here live. <laughs> <laughs> well, not really, I guess. You okay. actually just spent three days at, uh, you had a three-day WrestleMania vacation, right? I was there, um, yeah, uh, in, uh, you know, I grew up in the, I, what's so funny? <laughs> I grew up in the, um, uh, I grew up there, you know, in the Bay Area, you see, um, in uh, Sunnyvale, which is right near. Uh, Are you an East Bay boy? Well, no, the East Bay is kind of Oakland. And, uh, oh, okay. oh, I see what you're doing. Um, With yeah, the rocks. The rocks. I like that. The like, what's the storyline here? I thought he was from Miami, but apparently he's an East Bay boy. <laughs> he, he's an East Bay boy. <laughs> it's like everyone's from multiple cities. I guess they can be because people do move. 
Uh, <laughs> but still, did you grow up in Miami or did you grow up in Oakland? Anyways, whatever. There's no way of finding I out. I think he. Well, oh, okay. I mean, I know he played in Florida, uh, at least that much. But uh, so, okay. So you had three days of WrestleMania. You actually, uh, you Friday night was your first night there, right? With oh, NXT. Yeah. Friday night, we went to NXT. Uh, me and my buddy. And you got amazing seats for that too, like ringside. Check them out. You can see wonderful ring shots uh, at the at the Yes Talk uh, Twitter at the Yes Talk. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, I bought those tickets like a imme- like immediately when they went on sale, and it wasn't even like they weren't the most expensive. They were like the second tier or something, but it was still floor seats. Yeah. Um, in the frontmost section. Um, and it was kind of cool because I was like in the last row of the frontmost section, so it was basically in like row six or seven, something like that, uh, maybe five. But it was good because I could stand up; no one was right behind me. I like to, I, I like, I, I don't like feeling like I'm in people's way, you know. Sure. Uh, but it definitely was, you know, that the NXT crowd is kind of an older. Okay, so this wasn't crowd a filmed. Then. Was this a filmed? Is this going to be on uh, the network for or no? Like this a was special? not. This was a live event, so there was. I mean, there were cameras there for sure but not more than you know one or two and they weren't the you know they weren't you know you can tell that the broadcast cameras are giant cameras that are probably like eighty thousand dollar cameras um but if they have kind of more handheld looking cameras they they uh they have a different look to them um so it it was definitely you know it looks more like film and less like a sports broadcast so it was definitely filmed but not like Okay, so NXT is a great show. Uh, did it live up yeah, to the hype? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what were some of the matches? Oh, and this man. is again, this is the Friday night of WrestleMania, the NXT show, and there was a Ring of Honor going on too. Yeah, but, I had friends. Uh, I had friends that went to the um, Ring of Honor show, and uh, they were bummed because they bought their tickets months in advance for Ring of Honor, which they loved. But um, they would have rather gone to NXT. Well, they would have rather, Amazing. I think, been able to weigh the options. I think. Um, so, so who were some of the people you saw? Like, what was, who were some of the people that? Like, what was, what was like the main event? What was the, what match stole the show? Yeah, you know, I gotta, you know, I wish I had a list, but I don't because it was just a whirlwind. You know, nothing was announced. I didn't like have a program. Here's the program for what's gonna happen. It was very much like a Raw, in that, what's the what's the first match? Who knows? And it just started, and then, um, I mean, there wasn't an ongoing storyline except for. Um, Sami Zayn and um, oh, so Sami Zayn because he's been off television. Well, Zayn and Steen, I mean um, uh, uh, Kevin Owens, they were both injured, I guess, but they wouldn't mention that. They just cut a promo against each other, and that was pretty much the only like long promo that happened, um, which was great and was basically the, so that that obviously means that run is still happening. That's still an angle that. Um, Zayn is going to try to get the title back, but they're both injured and they didn't acknowledge that. But like they, shoot injured? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, but, so when but did they're that walking happen? around. They look fine. I think they're just not cleared. Like you know, I, I don't know really the details of that. Okay. But um, so at least they showed up. Uh, so what, did you? You had like a, what? Adrian Neville, Finn, Finn, Finn yeah, Balor, Neville, Tyler uh, Breeze. Adrian Neville versus Finn Balor was the main event, and it was mm-hmm. awesome. And, oh, God. Um, was he in face paint? That's the thing is that you would think that it's a it's just a live show. It's just this 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 isn't a, even a this isn't even a special event, let alone a weekly thing. But he did have the war paint on. Mm. It was awesome. And actually, a friend of a friend. Um, I'm such met, a nerd for that 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 guy's appearance. His presence is so awesome. 
Yeah, yeah. And so I can't wait to see him versus Bray Wyatt one day. Yeah, I mean, when he comes out and the music mm. hits and you're like, wait a second, wait a second, it looks like he's got the whole war paint on. Oh, this is awesome. You know, I wasn't expecting it uh, for him to go all out. And apparently a friend of a friend actually put the makeup uh, on him. Uh, and oh. she has some sort of uh, relationship with him as far as um, being – they're both fans of crazy makeup, and she's a makeup artist. And I, I forget <laughs> I forget her name. Uh, she doesn't normally do it, but she's local to the to the thing. And uh, Man, she's... that's going to be a thing because, like, eventually Finn will be on the main roster, and he will end up going against Wyatt. And that's going to be a weird thing because Wyatt was going to be pretty over at the time, and I don't really see them pushing Finn Balor – uh, in makeup as a as a heel, right? So, I think when that time comes, you're gonna see you're gonna see Bray Wyatt like really go like super heel on that. I mean, that's gonna be an awesome feud. Yeah, yeah, that. Would and be- you might see some crowds. You might see. I don't think you'll see less lights when he walks to the ring. Everybody loves him. They love the entrance. But you're gonna hear a lot of people cheering for Finn Balor on that match. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, just I mean, just at the NXT show, of course, like tons and tons of, you know, you can kind of judge the judge the uh, amount of popularity and there's so many uh, by t-shirts so there's so many people with Finn Balor t-shirts on and Kevin Owens t-shirts on those were kind of the two main uh, uh, I think popular guys and and for good reason um, who was the divas did, did they have, they don't even they're not even who was the women's wrestling match what, there, there were two it? there were two which is great because it's like it we, treats it as legitimate fighting which it is as legitimate wrestling and so they're so good down there did you get a Charlotte there was uh, was Charlotte for the title uh, rematch with um, Sasha Banks, which was a great a great. She didn't go over, did she? Everyone was into both of them like fifty fifty. It was a really wow. good match, and uh, uh, Charlotte tapped out clean to a uh, submission. It was. She's gonna be hit. She's gonna be in the main roster really soon. She's been putting her over hardcore. She's on her way. I mean, yeah. she's doing great. She, which is you know, it's funny because it's NXT. Like, how long does somebody have to be? on the main card before they're like on their way out and putting people over. But like NXT, you're, she was there what year or so. I mean, you know, but she just did everything she could there. And now she's doing yeah. a noble thing. She's putting everyone over and we're going to see Charlotte on the main roster really soon yeah, because of these so. actions. Yeah. I, th- I think so for sure. But I mean, there's kind of no rush. I think there's no rush in any of that. Um, uh, but, um, and, and then the other match that there was, there was a, a tag match with, um, Bailey and um, who, uh, you know I should have this stuff uh, Yes Talk fan <laughs> uh, Nath- there's a there's a Yes Talk fan Nathaniel Feliciano uh, said, has informed the show uh, that Bailey was meant to be uh, Sister Abigail is I don't know if that's oh I can't imagine well maybe I mean, but that's what that's what he's that's funny because because you would think Sister Abigail would be some sinister character, and Bailey is literally the opposite. Is the most like happy yeah, I mean, baby face ever. If if you turned that happy, and put the Wyatt creepiness on it, you know. Well, I that's mean, what Pharrell Williams I mean, always said. You can be like uber. It would be like on the realm of like a, a Rob Zombie character, you know, almost. I think. Yeah, well, I mean that would be cool, but it was uh, <laughs> it was a, but she's from San Jose, right? So she's like local, and this the NXT event was in San Jose proper at uh, San Jose State, um, at the uh, you know event center there, small place like maybe four thousand people. Um, okay. And 
and um, but it was a tag match. Her and uh, the happy um, what's her name? Uh, Sparkles Sparkles McGillicuddy. What's her name? I don't know. NXT, <laughs> and then they f- <laughs> and they fought. You know, she's new. She's whatever. And then they fought. Um, you know, the Irish chick uh, who's a uh, Lynch, Becky Lynch, and a new person we hadn't seen before, at least on TV. Um, whose name I forget, too. So how's that for your West Coast correspondence? <laughs> I'm sure you were drinking. It's all right. No, I mean, this sounds amazing. Um, and so then you did Hall of Fame. You were at the Hall of Fame, even. Oh, but you know right? what? You know what? You know what? One of the best things, uh, one of the best signs I saw was obviously for Bailey, and it said, hug, 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 repeat. <laughs> well, that, was the, that was probably the best sign. I saw with the right font and everything. It was great. Could that be her shirt? You know, I saw. Um, I mean, we'll get to our raw recappuccino later, but AJ Lee sporting yeah uh, a Bailey shirt yeah. on Raw. Smart man. I mean, and I'll get to it later too. That I think it. You know, that was an NXT Raw. That was an NXT introductory type yeah. of. Yeah. Uh, well, type we have a lot to get into. I am so excited to talk about what we saw out of those new character, new guys. Yeah. Well, and you know what? The first match, the very first match on the NXT thing was um, Hideo versus Tyler Breeze, which was awesome, and it was a great back and forth, kind of better than anything I've seen on the on And the that match weekly. is actually scheduled for this week on NXT. Okay, so, so. then they're, they'll, they'll do it again. But this was, as far as I know, the unveiling of the GTS in WWE for Hideo Itami pulling a GTS off. Kept teasing it in the match, and we all have seen it teased. He uh, did it. He did the go to sleep. But then he did it, and the crowd lost it. Crowd totally lost it. Of course. See, and- my problem with the go to sleep, and even by punk, I was a huge punk fan. Man, still am. I'm excited to see him fight. Great I mean, genre well, music. Um, <laughs> the my problem with CM Punk, and he was I mean, probably my I was probably he, I thought he was the best guy on the roster at the time. Loved everything he did. Except the GTS. And this is why. He could barely sell it on half the guys on the roster. If even half. I mean, because he wasn't a huge guy. So it's he just could never sell it very well unless he was going against, uh, you know, somebody smaller. Like, I mean, I, as I'm glad, you know, but... And Adeo is not much bigger, so we'll see. Yeah, We'll yeah. see. I mean, but, you know, Tyler Breeze is kind of the same size as Hideo, so... That, that worked out, but uh, I mean, it was just the, the the context of it, of it having been teased forever and ever, and then finally he does it, and uh, you know, he his pose, his winning pose on the turnbuckle, standing up there, is just pointing at his knee, like I did it. Look at this, look at this weapon here. This is my exposed <laughs> knee here, and everyone's just losing their shit. It was awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I can see. I you paint a nice picture. I can I can definitely see him taunting the crowd or like pandering to the crowd. Yeah, that. yeah. Uh, well, that's good. So, what, two thumbs up for NXT live oh, yeah. WrestleMania weekend, excellent. huh? All right. Um, so, Hall of Fame. What that was? I mean, I watched that on the network, you know. So, but yeah. Uh, well, I mean, not I, live. You know, this is my first. These this is my first WrestleMania. So, you know, my perspective is probably not. Uh, it, it, I was more. Oh, uh, more just overwhelmed than uh, analytical, you know? So it is an overwhelming experience because it's a lifelong dream of any wrestling fan. I mean, that's the number one thing a wrestling fan wants to do is go to WrestleMania. Yeah, Um, yeah. And and so all these other things were kind of perks that the NXT thing was there. I didn't go to any access stuff. Uh, I've gone to SummerSlam access before, which is fun, but it's kind of, 
I kind of treat it as more like 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 for kids, it's definitely like the coolest thing you could do. But um, you know, I, I'd rather go to the the other stuff that was happening, uh, unless there was like a specific signing that that I really wanted to see. But it it seemed like it was just a super busy, complicated ordeal, so I, I didn't even bother with access. But um, uh, it did who is the Go ahead. Oh, it did seem pretty cool because uh, they did have the they had some NXT tournament stuff there. They had some uh, uh, matches like that, and they had the elimination chamber uh, set. You know, you could see the whole structure there and pose in it. But uh, um, oh, yeah, that's cool. I, yeah, it, it looked cool, but I wasn't gonna uh, splurge on on that. Sure, there. sure, 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 sure. So who is at the? Okay, so your Hall of Fame. Who is the? Who is the best? Like the coolest? What was the? What was your favorite part? I, you know, maybe I, I don't know if anyone else was so excited to see the genius, uh, but Leap and Lanny Poffo. <laughs> most people don't, you know, you don't get a big pop. Uh, now, for do the you think? Genius, but you think Randy was watch listening to that, right? If he could hear that, he's probably listening and going. Oh, not another poem. Stop <laughs> with the poem. No, oh, no. no. It, yeah, I mean, oh no. <laughs> it's it's quite possible, you know. But but it was it was good, and the poems are so like in that brotherly love way. Like, oh, here he goes again. Lanny, you gotta knock off the rhyming. That's the worst. <laughs> that's gotta be the worst Macho Man ever. Sorry about that. Um, uh. uh yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I I was like, I was like, that's awesome because I don't that. You know, I've seen shoot interviews with um, with Lanny. The, Ma- the Macho Man special going on the network right now is pretty good too. They, it's it's pretty good. I like it. Oh, I, I watched bet. it I la- bet. last night, I believe. Is that uh, the same thing as the DVD? The the like the feature portion probably of the DVD. It's, have- I think it's only a half hour. I mean, I'm oh, sure. Okay. Okay. So it's it's a different. You know. Just yeah. something to run with the Hall of Fame while people are, people right. are in the mood, probably. But I, some of it I felt was the same. I was, some of it I was watching. Like I feel like I've seen some of this before, but I haven't seen this before. Right. Because the other one had uh, the genius sitting outside in the back of the house, and in this one he was in the house. So that's how I definitely know it was a different one. Uh, and the whole thing was narrated by the mom who had a minimal part on the other ones. It was really good, uh-huh. really great. So his mom's telling a lot of this story and you get a lot of backstage stories and wow. Yeah. You know, yeah. That'd be great. I, I should, I, should I don't know why the WWE doesn't acknowledge anybody's participation of NXT or I'm sorry of uh, TNA. I mean, okay. It's TNA. I get it. Okay. But they've been around a long time. They've had Kurt Angle's still there. They've had a lot of people, uh, Bobby Lashley, you know, I mean, They've had a lot of people in and out of those doors, so they—I mean—they ignore yeah. that Sting has been there. They don't even bother to mention that Macho Man continued to wrestle. I mean, they make—I hate that they sold Sting, and just because we're talking about it, I hate that they sold him as like he fell off the face of the earth. He was leading <laughs> that company, and it, it was a and yeah, they were isn't that sad it, that he is, left. Isn't that the wrestling equivalent of falling off the face of the earth? <laughs> he no, fell I don't. Off the, it, it it makes sense that they they feel I think they feel that uh, it it gives them legitimacy that they don't actually earn if they acknowledge it like they'll I mean but I I, I think I get it I think I that they it. should they should mention Ring of Honor more than I mean at least statistically like like you know like oh here's um here's Seth Rollins and you know he you know he conquered he had the 
Ring of Honor championship and this and this and this. Like, in the context of this independent wrestler, like, before coming up the ranks here, he was an accomplished in these little things that don't matter. They can contextualize. I don't know. You know, they, they like fake stats. So you think that they would um, <laughs> hang on to that stuff? But, but I think, no, they'll never mention TNA um, directly because... They don't want to. I think they'll feel that it's advertising them, and they don't want to advertise. Even if it's like Sting was there, it's like, oh, what's that? I mean, they really think I think that they're ten-year-olds watching that don't know what TNA is, and they might discover it if they uh, mention it. <laughs> Most people might not even have that channel on Destination America. It's a new look. If you haven't seen it in a long time, they definitely have a new look on the new network, uh, Destination America. It's dark, it's black, they black out the arena, and it's oh. a look that they've had, even though like they were recording in England uh, for a long time, for, oh, for many episodes they recorded there, and the arenas are just packed. I don't know why they don't move to England, man. Like, huh. if, they're just huge. They're huge in England. Weird, because like they, they, you know, I saw some photo of they had a pay-per-view in San Diego, and... Uh, it was a while ago. It was probably three three years ago, but the, there was a photo of it, and like half the arena was empty. It was just like grossly misbooked. The the location was not chosen correctly, and those photos were so embarrassing. Of um, maybe it was a live show, and it wasn't even televised or pay per view, but it was just like wow, you couldn't even fill your medium sized venue. So yeah. oh no, they were bad. They were. Re- they were getting really bad crowds here. But we look, this is WrestleMania. We're, this is WrestleMania. We're coming off that. Oh yeah. Why yeah. take why why depress ourselves with TNA? <laughs> I brought it up. It's my fault. Your fault. Um, I, blame I enjoyed you. seeing uh Alundra Blades at the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you uh, know yeah, and her uh you know this recording thing is fucking um yeah, she was uh, she was great, and you know I wasn't even a you know I I wasn't a big uh, fan of hers. I oh no, I was. You know? She was fantastic. Like I would watch her in the WWF. Uh, yeah. What the were and she was amazing. Like to watch her go against like Bull and uh, it, she was just wonderful. She, she was she was more exciting to watch than most of the roster at the time. She owned the ring. She was um she was the like. She was the best. She, she wrestled well. She yeah. could talk. She had energy. She was fun to, you know, fun to watch. And uh, it was just cool to see her get that love, man. She she had a great speech. She yeah, yeah. thanked everybody. I mean. Speech was great, you know, and, and uh, she she had the only S-bomb. She only, the only profanity. I don't know if it was beeped on the network. Um, no, nothing beeped. Oh, my God. Then don't they, hide maybe your kids. Maybe they cut it. Maybe they cut it. I'm pretty sure there was a five second delay. I don't well, I mean, remember. she just said, "Let's get to the know. the shit." Let, like now, let's get to the shit everyone wants to know about. You know, she's talk about the women's title, and the crowd was, you know, a gasp at, at saying shit. It's just like, yeah. dude, we're all adults. Well, okay, we're not all adults here, and the most of us. Yeah, yeah, but it was. The ones, it yeah. was. It was. You know, it was humanizing her, and it wasn't really profane at all. I I liked it, um, and her. Uh, you know the 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 gesture of bringing the title out as if it had been in the trash this whole time was uh, <laughs> like we found the trash can we found it it was out in this alley outside of Bischoff's house we had it it, it looks like I mean that trash can looked like it's been passed around the neighborhood a few times stretched out beat up in an alley had its sides banged up I mean it was like four times bigger than the trash can 
Like it was a full. I mean, didn't she drop it in a little waste basket? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It was not a. Yeah. I'm, I'm Charlie calling, the garbage can. <laughs> I stormed out when I realized how inaccurate their portrayal of the garbage can was. I was so mad that kayfabe was being destroyed. That trash can was pounded out like a prom date. <laughs> I could see that percolating in your head. The the wording trying to, and then, and you were still. Like, how do you say somebody fucked a bucket? <laughs> And it still it still took you like five minutes to get to the. I was like, I don't know the best way to say somebody <laughs> fucked the bucket, but somebody clearly fucked that bucket, and they did it really. They just <laughs> the belt. <sighs> well, it's, and it it's still a said WWF on it. The belt said WWF. I'm surprised they did that, but I guess you know. That might have been it. That might have been the real belt. I mean, um. Interesting. Well, I guess somebody had to have kept the belt. All right, mm. so. Um, well, Hall of Fame was fun. If you didn't see it, see it. It was a little long, four hours. The Connor the Crusher thing was just amazing. Like, I was so, it was so touching. I won't say it's amazing, mean, but it was so touching, and it's a, it's a great thing. And Yeah, that was, a, but, that, that was cool, because uh, it's a way, like, w- a weird way to honor Ultimate Warrior that I think was just such an unexpected thing. So, they're like, they're basically, you know, let's, 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 honor him again without At first all i saw was the giant statue of the ultimate warrior i'm like they're not taking that home are they where are they gonna put it <laughs> i saw you tweeted that you were like wow you know slam i thought a slammy was big you know or something like that <laughs> how are you gonna i hope they brought their pickup truck you know the, the family taking that home awkwardly now but um yeah and they um yeah but uh, I mean, you you definitely had a better seat seeing watching it on the network than I did. Look, I, w- I will say this: like, uh, I think it's wonderful what the WWE is doing. I think it's wonderful, you know. And they're going to do the Connors Crusade. It's the, the charity. This and what's they they came out and the WWE is going to fight cancer. And it's yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's like you know that seems like you know normal progression for what your kind of line of work. You know, like pro wrestling to movies. To the cure for cancer. Yeah. I mean, that's totally <laughs> like, normal. Yeah, yeah. I, like, all right, good for you, Steph. Go. What is Stephanie McMahon is the one who brings the cure to cancer to the table? Like, what? Man, would she bitch some people out. Could She would come out and heal the fuck. She'd be like, I cured cancer, bitches. Yeah, like, get out you of my all ring. You all can get out of my yeah, Linda Mc, Linda McMahon maybe could have an actual political career if she was involved in that. But um, anyways, all right. Well, let's get to uh, almost mania, man. We're uh, ma- uh, with uh, let's. Um, we're going in order here. The pre-show, uh, you know, it was a nice six-hour presentation. Oh, I thought God. that was good. Like, <laughs> yeah, home, only six I mean, hours. It was, but it's okay because you had an hour of the commentators, and you know, and that's always. It makes it seem like I don't know what they're trying to make it look like, like sport, but it's fun. I enjoy, you know, it's on. I like wrestling. I like the, so it's it's just part of the show. I dig it. Yeah. But the commentator, they did say uh, something that I found really amusing because they were like, "It's awesome how people are dressing up as wrestlers." Mm. And while that Monday on Raw, or at least the week before, they were pulling people from the audience, right? So it's who like, were dressed it's okay as wrestlers as long as you're not on on screen. I don't understand why they would do it. Like, why wouldn't you want yeah. people dressing up as wrestlers coming? Like, why? Why would you not want that? 
Yeah, I don't I don't understand. Why would you try to stop something like people you will if you can people start doing that it's it just makes it look fun do they are they afraid it's going to make it look like a circus on the television yeah well i think part of it now if those guys which i don't think they were doing but to me the only reason it would make sense is if those guys were like chopping each other and like like not Mm. you know if they're playing the part of uh, audience members who are dressed up uh freaking out and clapping and stuff um if if it looked like they were audience members dressed up but then it's fine and if they were but if they were being obnoxious yeah then yeah and fighting each other down. and trying to put on their but own who, show but i don't think which they, were they doing probably that. were i mean you know it's raw who knows i mean probably was but i mean why try to stop it yeah. i don't understand just let them let them have fun man yeah people, you would think let the people more, at home the, right let people at home go okay these guys there's a show going on people are having a great time they're fucking yeah. fight dressing up and having matches in the audience they maybe they just think it takes away from the show which i don't i think it adds to it i like insanity a little bit you know yeah i don't i don't i don't really get it. i think it's a dumb pr move um, yeah. but, uh, but I can understand, right I can understand them wanting to control every aspect of what's on screen, but like, dude, you can't, you have, you have 15,000 people at a raw, like you, and, um, so yeah, it is dumb. And you always see a Hogan, I mean, cut, cut away from fucking clown guy. Like, like, don't, don't let that guy wear his stupid shit, you know, like, uh, but they do, uh, you know, you still see him in the crowd. So. Uh, Lita, uh, it was nice seeing Lita. Lita showed up at a Hall of Fame. She was at the Hall of Fame uh, this oh. year in the audience this time instead of being inducted. And, uh, and then she was actually in the social media court corner, whatever the, the fuck it was called. Oh. <laughs> and uh, I had and no they, idea. I, I didn't have access to this. I was just there live where there's no commentary and no context. So at the Hall of Fame, she showed up wearing this Beetlejuice outfit. She looked good, talking about how she would... Uh, she was wearing her black and white stripes, and then she said that she had an empty seat. She doesn't have a date. Like she made a point to say, "I don't have a date for the night." What? Right? She didn't. Like, God, she did. Right. So she could have texted me or something and didn't. <laughs> and then she was again wearing the black and the white stripes on the social media corner. So it it really seems like Lita might be a little uh, maybe fresh out of a relationship. Maybe she's looking to get back in one. She looks like she's she's definitely announced her she's single and uh, oh or at least open like. I don't know. She just seems like she's looking for it. So if anybody is interested, I don't know if she's single or not, but from the from what I noticed over the couple days, she's looking for some tail guys. Lita is looking for now some would love. You, now, so if, if some, this if, is your opportunity. If, if you notice that Larry Zabisco out there didn't have a, a, a wedding ring that he used to have on, would you be making the same, uh, 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 same speech here that... Uh, what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say because she's a woman, you're contextualizing her only within the context of uh, hey, a relationship you know with a man. If there's Instead any, of, I mean, if there's I'm, any 75 year old women listening to this show who want to go hook up with Larry Zabisco, <laughs> that was just my be my, arbitrary be my guest. But I'm pretty sure that uh, the demographic of people listening to this show don't want to date Larry Zabisco. Hey, speak for yourself, buddy. <laughs> I'd fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I didn't I'd say that. Him get, I'd teach him how to make an acceptance speech. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Right teach from behind. To, teach him like, to bring some fucking notes next time so you, you can remember. <laughs> take some notes. Take my dick and take some notes next time. <laughs> God.
Yeah, because every the crowd would chant stuff, and he would just be like a deer in headlights, listening to them, and then would obviously try to think back of what where he was, and then he's like, "You guys have me. I can't remember my speech." And I'm like, "God, no shit." All right, um, it's like a bad right. wedding. WrestleMania. Yeah, almost there. We got we get to six o'clock. We get to it was a, I'm I'm in Kansas City, uh, so I was in Central, so it was uh, four o'clock. Is when the pre pre show started at four o'clock, right. and then the pre show matches were at five. Um, right, and so Which it was two, early there. That's yeah, it's two, two o'clock. That's two p.m. Pacific time, and then three p.m. I was coming into the arena during the so the early four way tag. So early, and and then we realized, oh man, sunsets at seven thirty. Yeah. So this is gonna be like a weird daylight mania. I mean, it was fun, but it was a weird like, it's a, not a covered. You know, it's a giant NFL stadium and. I don't think there is one in California that's that's covered that's that big. Right. So, um, so, all right. So our first pre-show match was and... our first pre-show uh, match was the tag title match. I mean, putting the tag title match first as a pre-show, like wow. But you know, uh, the tag title match, uh, which brings us to our gimmick change of the week that's right every week here on the yes talk we pick uh, a wrestler who we feel is in desperate need of a gimmick change um and this week uh, on the gimmick change of the week is the new day yes they are fresh off a gimmick change but it's time to change it again or at least yeah i mean i hate to i hate to say that because they're brand it's a brand new gimmick but it just doesn't. I think it's really offensive. I think it's this extremely offensive, uh, cartoonish. Having a cartoonish character based on like a Repo Man or something that's ridiculous is is inherently just uh, uh, cartoonish and fun. But this is like this. Uh, it's a racial Even, thing that I think is look, really just like. Maybe I, I thought maybe they need uh, all they really needed is a heel change instead of a gimmick change but i really think it's bad i don't i don't and, and the way they're using them for this gimmick is it makes it even worse and i've never seen the audience try to turn somebody heel before you know i've like yeah <laughs> like, and cuz they can't they have to smile and kofi's never going to turn heel i don't think i don't think he ever has and uh, i don't he think he ever needs will. it desperately they well, he i mean just, no yeah. they, they just need they, to be like the whole point need, needs to be that they that they're independent people and they're gonna beat everyone up, and if they're that kind of vague baby face, um, I think it could work. But but I mean, making them militant characters, I think, would be so much better than this like Southern Baptist gospel um, thing, which which could be cool, but is like super offensive. It's like a, just a stereotype of of like a um, uh, you know um, church. Uh, preacher character is just like I think really offensive to me. Uh, yeah, and, I mean the audience was just he was like boom, 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 and the audience is like new day sucks, oh, new man. day sucks. Like they just start like and they're like and he he stopped doing it. Happened to get on Raw. Um, yeah, they're just not. I mean the crowd and I like all three of those guys individually. I think that they're great and Xavier Woods we actually haven't seen him like really tear it up and he was great on NXT and Biggie Langston is the you know former NXT champion with a five count that never translated onto the main roster and 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 they could be so cool being this like militant black team but instead they're turning into this like sanitized black yeah, team it's really that's, bad. that's that's I think a, a super 
that's just it like, bothers me. Especially because nobody's buying it. They should have been healed from the beginning. Let them talk more, but they got to be. They just—they really need. I mean, Kofi desperately needs something, yeah. uh, honestly, to do something a little different. But they could come out as angry characters that are angry that they're not getting their shot, and they have the passion for it. And let's team up together and let's kick some ass. Like that's so much more one. interesting than like we just want to stay positive, Cole. It's like no the, one that doesn't click with anyone at all. Who's? What? Well, I just had a, a brain lapse. What's the other one's name? The third one. Oh, Xavier Woods, Kofi, Xavier and Xavier Woods. Yeah, I yeah. love Xavier Woods. Like he he played what he played uh, the Apollo Creed guy uh, character on uh, yeah, TNA yeah. years ago yeah. with Jay Lethal's Macho Man. I mean, so and so I've watched him for a long time. He's got mad charisma. I think. Yeah. I mean, there he's got to shine eventually. I think. I yeah, mean, I, I hope, hope. So. he's so talented. He's fresh face. He can wrestle. He can move. He has a PhD. Like he, he is actually interesting uh, person. His real life is actually interesting, and they used it in in uh, NXT when he was on it briefly. And he had like amazing, you know, spiral flying through the air moves. You know that I'm sure have uh, intricate names. So he was really good, and his promos were good. And now it's just like the sanitized um, yeah. version. That's that's uh, just bizarre. And I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what you guys should do with them, but you need to do something different. Please ch- please help the New Day, and please help us. And that was our gimmick change of the week. Okay, back to the tag team championship match. First match of the pre-show card on WrestleMania 31. Uh, Jey Uso injured right off. Uh, just eliminated him straight from, just walked him off. Left uh, Jimmy there to fend for himself. Didn't really affect the match too much, uh, I don't think. And to me, I think one of the best moments in the match was uh cesaro's second rope duplex suplex uh it says how many times i actually had to change that to suplex because i typed it on my phone and it just won't accept the word suplex so he got a new <laughs> he's renting a new duplex and uh, yeah on the second rope he's he has a duplex on the second nice rope. nice it's, it's expensive <laughs> uh, but it's worth he, it Good he rents it to el torito to make some money <laughs> Uh, Cesaro's second rope suplex I thought was amazing. Uh, and it was it was just he's so powerful. Cesaro is so good. He's just, a pound well, for pound, quite possibly the strongest WWE superstar. Uh, and this is when the match got weird for me. The ref decided decided he wasn't going to count Biggie laying on the ground because he wasn't the legal man. Oh. Okay, and this is like a tag team turmoil. What you know? I mean, this is there's been so many men in and out. Okay, so he's not going to count Big E down because he's not the legal man. And then eight people come running through the ring, <laughs> like nobody knows who the legal man is. Cesaro pins somebody, and it's over. And when it was over, I just thought, how? How is it over? What happened? How did it? Uh, is it definite? I don't think it was supposed to go the way it did. Um, but I uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that was how they meant for it to look or appear, but it came off really bad. And with that kind of ending, I'm glad it was the pre-show. Uh, that's not the kind of showing you want on the grandest stage of them all. And that's just my opinion. Uh, um, well, Cesaro and Tyson Kidd, though, I'm glad they retained and they're they're sticking with that. Um, yeah, That's probably why it, was a, why it was kind of a pre-match, just to get all those guys out there, but not really... Uh, it didn't really Cesaro, matter, you know. Cesaro and Tyson Kidd could have been. You put them in a good tag. I mean, those guys, those guys are great. All right. Yeah. So, um, 
Jay Oso, uh, the Battle Royal, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Um, that was great. So Jay Uso, they kept playing that, um, and he wasn't in there either. They replaced him with Bo Dallas, who it was interesting to see Bo come back, and it was more interesting just to see him come back as himself, like without it, because I'd heard rumors about they might do this with him, they might do that, but they put him to bed. They put him to bed early when they had just had him come out with his Bo leave. I like the character, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think that I think that he'll have more. I mean, you you will get to it later. But uh, I'm sure that he'll yeah. have a more official on camera on Raw during broadcast. I, uh, and yeah, I'll get to because I mean, I, there's I, I just hope they don't do what I hope they don't do with them. But just uh, bury him. Mo- yeah, moving on with the, <laughs> moving on with the battle royal. I notice it's like how quickly you change who you're rooting for in a battle royal because people, so many people are getting thrown over and oh, yeah. like like who do I go so- to now? I've just been disappointed three <laughs> times in a row. Like, I mean, I was rooting. I told you last week I was rooting for uh, the, the Ascension's uh, Connor, I mean, Victor, uh, whoever, to win this one. And I'm really disappointed, just uh, limited, uh, super bummed on that one. So I left my seat, left WrestleMania, and uh, walked home. No. Um, <laughs> um, I thought that was great. I thought that the, 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 the last three people, that was such a smart way to do that. No, it was great. Uh, and like, how, but how... Man, how much did the crowd want Cesaro to win yeah. that again? And when he did that, when he did to Kane, when he did the Big Show, and he went to Big Show, man, the crowd lost it. Yeah, I yeah, think that and, may have been like the biggest pop of the. And you're recreating the the WrestleMania three. Uh, I can't slam Andre moment. Yeah, uh, it it was. It w- I would have been okay seeing Cesaro win that two years in a row. And, and honestly, even with Sandow, because we had the Miz in the the, the Mizdow, I guess I got to call him still. Uh, the Miz in the Mizdow, you know, I mean, that happened. Um, and as much, I just feel like there was more of an excitement when Cesaro almost, when there was that thought of, oh my God, is Cesaro going to do it again? I really thought that was more pure raw energy than when Ms. Dow threw out Ms. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, maybe it's because it was, wasn't expected. Maybe it's because people are just happy. But that Cesaro, people love Cesaro. That guy deserves everything. Five yeah. languages. He should, come, he should come out with five interpreters. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, five uh, lawyers. Five lawyers. That's a Rusev, um, Rusev uh, but, joke. Uh, but we did see. Congratulations to Big Show winning your first ever battle royal. Who did he fuck? Like, <laughs> who? Like, first win ever? Really? They have buried him on oh, so that's many. That's true. Yeah, I, I thought you were kidding when you were saying first battle royal ever won. I'm like, what? But no, um, he, like yeah. he said it even at the Hall of Fame. He hinted at it in his. He, you know, they talked to him on the red carpet at the battle at uh, the Hall of Fame, and he's like, "Well, I've never won a battle royal, so hopefully this." So when he said that, well, I'm like, "Hmm." Oh, spoiler! I mean, not that you could. There's no way of knowing who would have the most uh, strength to win a match, but I'm just saying. Um. <laughs> All right. Um, so, congrats to. Congratulations to Big Show. To the, I mean it. To the I, giant. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's a smart... Seeing him posing next to the statue 
you know, is pretty great because it's, it was great. And you know what? Good for him for putting Cesaro over last year, even though they didn't do anything with it. I think seeing Cesaro with the tag team title right now is okay. At least he's on gold. You know, uh, yeah. he's you know. So it, it says that they don't know what they want to do with him right now, but they know he deserves some gold at the moment, and people like him. So I mean, at least they're aware of. His popularity. They've even had done things to tone down his popularity, yeah. which I don't understand. But whatever's best for business. <laughs> so, right. WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania okay, Thirty One, or as I call this it, is... WrestleMania Play Icon Button. <laughs> what is that? Was horrible. Not a fan of the. Not not my favorite stage they've done. Uh, not my favorite stage with the play buttons, but uh, it looked cool live. It looked really cool live. I thought I was up there looking down on this this uh, this stage. Uh, I thought it was great, but um, uh, the play I button didn't... is confusing. I mean, every time I see an ad for it on uh, online before leading up to Sunday, I was like, oh, I should click the. Oh, that's not a video. That's just the fucking logo. All right. Uh, tell you what. How about we take a quick commercial break, and we'll come back with an ins- with all WrestleMania we, and Raw. We got commercials. We'll do commercials. Is that all right? <laughs> okay. All right. And we'll be right back after this commercial break. Thanks for listening to the Yes Talk. We'll be back with WrestleMania 31. Uh, everything. I mean, we're not going to play it for you. All right. Just sh- never mind. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> The host of the internet's worst late night talk show, Mr. Dustin Kaufman. Are you tired of the same old late night talk shows on actual networks with high budgets and real celebrities? You sound like you're at the end of a long hallway. Cough Drops with Dustin Kaufman is a weekly late night sketch comedy show. Your last YouTube video only got about 52 views, uh, but yet somehow managed to rack up 103 dislikes. How does that work? Cough Drops with Dustin Kaufman. That's K-A-U-F Drops. Yeah, on account of my health problems, Dustin, I, uh, I can't exactly get fully erect, but <laughs> as we like to say in the Hobby Lobby community, I can't get wood, but I can get weaker. <laughs> Follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and BlackJewishChristianSingles.com. Cough Drops is crazy. It's more than just a show. Welcome back to the Yes Talk. Uh, all right, we're at WrestleMania 31. If you're still listening, awesome. Thanks. Uh, make sure and share us Dig with your it. friends. Again, oh, yeah. the second second weekend uh, on the. F- this is our second episode on Trending Topics Network, and our first episode was the third most listened to show on Trending Topics Network, second to my other show, Talk Drops. Check it out. It's an extension of our late night sketch comedy show called Cough Drops with Dustin Kaufman. That's me. That's this guy. You can find it online. Please subscribe at Cough Drops Live. K A U F drops live uh it's a it's a whole lot of fun special guests sketch comedy live performances stand-up comedy the whole nine yards it's so check it out again that's cough drops live at youtube twitter please subscribe to our youtube please oh god please subscribe nobody watches the show (laughs) all right anyways this is the yes talk uh it's wrestlemania time all right we're here with our west coast wrestling correspondent mean mark thornton that's me and we... I'm here live at the Levi's Stadium over here. No, I'm not. I already told you. I wasn't. <laughs> okay, so we're, th- we're through the pre-show. WrestleMania starts off with an LL Cool J old promo, a, a replay of an old LL Cool J promo to and start WrestleMania. And he's talking like an old person who doesn't under who's like, 
it sounds like it's a like it's a um, shareholder meeting of some old company that for some reason has an app, and 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 they're like, oh, kids are really into this. In today's day and age, people are connected in ways they've never been connected before. That's right, the internet, which was invented decades ago, it does it, it really out of touch. It seems almost as out of touch as the new day, and um, it's like LL Cool J if he came out. Yeah, and then he's kissing everyone at everyone's ass, like everyone's into it because of you guys. This is all for you. If you just come out and said, "I love wrestling for these reasons," let's enjoy the craziest thing, uh, you know, night of the year. This is so great. But instead, it was like this weird, like social media, like yeah, it was like he's like trying. I don't know. It's it was ridiculous. Um, uh, the first match out in our continental ladder. That was nice. Was, uh, I was expecting. Uh, to see a Sheamus or an eighth member, they didn't. There was just who was promoted. There was no run in on that. Uh, yeah, I was surprised gr- too. Seven is a weird number. Great, it was great. There was. Uh, I, I don't feel Daniel Bryan took too many insane bumps off the ladder. I thought they were good about that. I mean, because it's just scary to watch him in that match, knowing he's just off in neck surgery. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Put him in a spot fest. Yeah. Awesome. Like, I mean, it was awesome that he won. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> But because um, <laughs> in case you in case you're listening to this before you watch it, which is ridiculous. Um, but and it was awesome. But like that's not the type of match that ah uh, you know. Uh, makes it's just me, scary. It makes as me fan, cringe. Yeah. As a fan, uh, and you know, I I went out and I got I went I was like I, I was wearing my Macho Man shirt. It was Saturday, and I was like. I want to go get a new wrestling shirt for Mania. You know, I've had my Macho Man shirt for a while. I wanted a Mania, something cool. Uh, so I go to the Walmart. I was like, oh, maybe, because I've seen wrestling shirts there before. And I didn't, I look around, I don't see any, I don't see any. I go to the kids, there's tons of them. And yeah. then I go to an employee at Walmart, which apparently Walmart does not have uh, their inventory in a computer. But and I had to ask. I'm like, do you have adult wrestling WWE shirts? And they're like, mm, I think we just have kids. And I'm just like, I'm just the fuck. I'm just the fat guy at Walmart asking. God, for if only they if only like they WWE set up some sort of website or something you could order their shirts. Well, it was right? last minute. Okay, so then I'm like, okay, where can I, I really wanted a shirt? So I'm like, okay, where can I go? Uh, and I'm like, Kmart. They've ever advertised Kmart as the shop for WWE. So I go to yeah, Kmart. When, when did when's the last time they advertised that? It, uh, uh, I don't know. That's the last I remember. So I I go to Kmart. I drive across the city, Kansas City to Kmart. I never go to Kmart. Uh, Kmart's like Walmart, except it's just with old white people. It's really, and it smells weird. It smells like old people. Um, but again, <laughs> no, I, I'm a walk around, no wrestling shirt, no wrestling. I'm like, maybe they have their own section. This is the place to go. I've heard this is a place. I go up and I'm like, where's your adult? WWE <laughs> You gotta like whisper it like you're I'm looking for the like really embarrassing like uh, porno magazine it's like, it's like 1982 or something like I'm looking for this you know jugs or something like I, I'm trying to think of like what it's a very and, and again she's like thing. we just have the children and she's like do we have adult WWE and she's like I don't think so I've never seen them and I'm just yeah. like oh. so I ended up going to a mall um, and after three stores I find a, a store. I ended up at a, and I never shop at any of these places, but I ended up at a Hot Topic. Um, they had oh, yeah. 
They had some. They had some. They had some to choose from. They had like a, a couple Cena, Roman Reigns. They had a cool Macho Man purple one, um, but it, they only had one, and it was too small for me. So I got, I got the new Daniel Bryan yes shirt, and uh, then he oh, walked nice. out. Then he walked out. My brand new shirt. I, you know, I went to five stores and a mall. <laughs> I had to like admit to lots of people that I'm an adult looking for a wrestler. And then just, <laughs> you got uh, injured on the way out. You had neck surgery <laughs> on the way out of the mall because uh, of that shirt. And then Daniel Bryan walks out wearing the same shirt that I just got at the end of my journey. I'm like, that is awesome. So yeah. I'm glad he won. Congratulations. I think he's going to be a great leader. Uh, Congratulations to Hot later. Topic for from yeah. Yeah. $20 worth of uh, profit. Um, okay. Second match out. Orton versus Rollins. Amazing match and amazing finish. Um, it's It was great on every level. Uh, that match it, was great. Uh, unexpectedly, right? I mean, last time we were like, well, I mean, last week we were like, this is going to be good, but, you know, we know it's going to be good. We don't care who wins either, but it's going to be good. And, and you know what? We were right. Now, Orton did a double DDT on J&J Security outside the ring, right? Like that was, I think so. Yeah. Instead of a middle rope in the ring, they were on the mat and he dropped them to the floor. That was a pretty, pretty good bump. Those guys take a lot of bumps. They're probably just happy to still well, be. <laughs> well, Mercury take ever since Armageddon 2006, I think Mercury's been, uh, remember that? Oh yeah. That was brutal. But anyways, um, um, yeah, those guys are, uh, the best. Um. <laughs> no, they're not. That, yeah. Uh, again, it was. I thought it was Dean Ambrose's story, but whatever. It's our, you know, as far as the ladder match goes. But uh, I'm glad Brian won that. And the Orton and Rollins. I mean, dude, that that what was it? The the curb stomp into an RKO. Oh my God! That was. He just gave yeah. him an RKO from ten feet in the air. It was amazing. It, it was, was. It we we lost our shit. Me and my buddy. Yeah, and I, uh, I it bet. was such a such a cool way to do that. I mean, because how many more ways of doing RKO are we going to invent uh, and a reverse? Usually it's like someone, they try their move, and then he reverses it and hits the RKO, and you're like, oh, cool. Or they're going up to the top rope. What, to what end? To take an RKO. That's silly. But this, he delivers the curb stomp, and, and, and uh, Orton pushes up enough. Like, he's they've got to con- – I mean, logistically, he's got to connect – but yeah. then, but then, still hold him there, push him up with his head enough for him to flip into. Oh man, man, so cool! It was a great. Uh, it was great. Uh, Orton won. I, we, I, I think we predicted that last week. Uh, it was fine. Orton looked great. Rollins lost, but hey, I don't think he left WrestleMania too upset. <laughs> he didn't look too bad at the end of the night. So Orton yeah. and Rollins both victories on that. Um, okay, Sting and Triple H for all you haters, for all you naysayers who say the yes talk doesn't know what they're talking about. I don't know if anybody I was said surprised. that. I was surprised you nailed it. You nailed you... it right on the head, man. I called it. 100 fucking percent. I called Sting losing at WrestleMania because why? Triple H. <laughs> That's yeah, why. But, but also if, I mean, if he's doing more matches, like you said, then it makes perfect sense. But, but I, I thought this I, might have been a one-off. If this was a one-off, then no way. You give him his one, and Triple H goes on to have more matches if he wants. But but if it's not a one-off, then it makes total sense that this this story can continue into obviously some sort of elimination tag, which is. I but think it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like they're. Oh God, I hope not. It doesn't sound really? like they're going to. You don't want to con- see that DX versus NWO uh, like dude, never NWO. happened before. Looked so. I mean, okay, what do you think? Did DX and NWO help or hinder that match? Oh, I uh, think it totally helped because uh, it 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 turned that match into a showcase. 
Um, Dude, Hogan took a bump. All right? That's WrestleMania. Hogan took a bump from Sean Waltman, of all people. <laughs> Hogan had to stand up in front of 70,000 people. <laughs> Um, yeah, talk I, about that's a spot fest right there. I just it just made not that NWO that whole thing and Sting like he wasn't even he was the Wolfpack part of it and it just you know Sting I, has always supported the NWO not the tag team but the not to mention that Kevin Nash was part of the Click over there. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, what, is, what are you doing? And it Kevin just, Nash looked good though. I mean, out of the all only those old timers, when Sting stood there after losing next to Hogan and Scott Hall and that. The NWO looks so old and haggard. And I hate to say it, but they did. And I don't think it's necessarily fair to have that lineup of people. I mean, granted, okay, I get it. I get it, all right? It's Hogan, Nash, and Hall. I get it. But, I mean, there's better people you could have backed. They just didn't look good. They just looked old and beat up. And it was just like, man... It's, why do you want to put Sting in this light? Why did you have him come in here just to make him look fucking old at WrestleMania? What? He's that's the whole the whole the whole point of the match was being a throwback was a throwback match and it was it, smart that it was like the third. I was surprised it was so early in the card, but yeah. in this context it made sense. Especially it, when we saw what happened later. So. Yeah, 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 and the match the match was okay between the two, and it was just more interesting that it was happening than the details of it. Um, but, um, well, especially just, with me and the crowd, you know, where you're just overwhelmed the whole time. But uh, uh, It happened like I said it was, would, and it, I'm, I'm just a little disappointed. I don't know. I was, I just thought it was, okay, it was a mania moment. I get it, blah, blah, blah. It just wasn't, like, you could have had Sting beat all of your friends, you know? Let Sting yeah, get the pin yeah. by himself. Have him seen everyone, yeah. Yeah. That so. would have been cool. But, like, you know, if they really wanted to play, uh, oh. The, the Vince Russo, if they were really going to do a plot like, like WCW would have, they would have had everyone reveal themselves to be NWO members at some point. <laughs> multiple multiple T-shirts under them. So they go to DX to NWO. They reveal themselves. Super kick them. Whoa, he turned. And then he turns back. He takes that off to reveal another DX shirt, but it's like a later era one. This is how you do it. And then it doesn't make any sense. Everyone's turning on each other like 30 seconds later. Uh, the, the, and the intros, uh, Sting, great intro, love the music. I didn't know Sting was from a tribe. I didn't know there was a tribe of Stings. Hey, apparently That's he's in a taiko band uh, <laughs> playing Japanese percussion. That's rad. Uh, and uh, Triple H, man, I can't wait to see the sequel of that Terminator intro where he doesn't do it again. Uh, <laughs> it was not cool at Time all. Time to play the game. Oh, no. Please stop that. And the uh, game is Total Recall for NES. You must enjoy it. What? Okay, so Triple H beats Sting. We had the Divas Divas match. We lost. We didn't... We, we called that one wrong. You you said Bellas. I saw it happening. We were wrong. Yeah. It looks like AJ Lee's getting a push now, too, so... Yeah, and you know what? That match was good, wasn't it? It wasn't... Uh, it wasn't uh, stupid. You know, with the, uh, to, to, to put this match in the context of the whole thing and why the pay-per-view turned out to be really good. Um, I think overall it turned out really good despite, you know, you having problems with the uh, artifacts that showed up, but um, (laughs) the whole, the celebrity celebrity stuff was kept to a minimum. It was there, but it was still a minimum. You had a song that was performed, but it wasn't three songs performed. You had, you know, kid rock doing a medley or something. Um, Um, During the, the music performance. Yeah. I'm just saying, 
But while that happened, see, we we had some buffering on the network during. Uh, oh yeah, you te- you texted me or you tweeted me like, is it buffering live as well? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I, was I couldn't even think of a funny like response to that. I was like, yeah, I'm still in line for for a beer, and and now I'm back farther than I was, and then I'm back more ahead and now i'm suddenly at the front so what happened was we had some buffering during rollins and orton so as soon as that music started i'm like hmm i wonder if i have any extra time from the buffering so i just look i'm like lo and behold i fast forward i it's a totally different performer he sings two lines and he's done i'm like awesome Fucking oh, nice, WrestleMania! Nice. I just got to skip right over it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's fun. So you were like delayed, but like by two minutes or a minute. Yeah, or something but like I did that. miss. That's a smart. I did miss a little bit of that Rollins Orton, which is really upsetting. I went back and watched it later. I think I watched the whole replay again. I'm like, oh well, if they're playing it again, I'll just continue yeah. watching. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, but I was saying that the the whole context there was no backstage segments except for Daniel Bryan's ridiculous the, yeah, all these awful cla- just terrible what, it what? Was all these classic intercontinental champions coming to to support Daniel Bryan was awesome I I thought it was goofy but I, I guess mean, it's, that's I, WrestleMania that's a it, WrestleMania moment okay I loved fine. it and okay, I loved fine. it it wasn't and I said to my friend sitting next to me I'm like awesome they're not shilling a fucking uh, sandwich place or a toy, or anything. It's just a promo for Daniel Bryan, and you have a cameo from classic stars. You know, I, I you know, Piper and Flair. Like this is awesome. I thought it was cool, and it was brief. You know, it wasn't. It, you know, and Ron Simmons saying, "Damn, like that's what I've been waiting years for." Yeah, the damn was good. And then you have Maria Menounos or whoever. Like, oh, cool. She wants to show up. You don't put her in her match. You have Hashtag her just. Con- yes, damn. She's just there congratulating them, and it's like <laughs> cool that you're because that's what she is as an interviewer. So there, that's what she's doing on the show rather than competing like Snooki. I'm just saying it's so much better. WrestleMania is so much better when you don't. Um, you have stars, but they're not competing, except for Brock Lesnar. You know, except for actual athletes that are from other sports. You don't have. Um, people come in and matches but uh john cena and rusev congrats to aj and page also by the way uh you know i'll just talk, talk when did page i noticed her upper straps were a pentagram she had some pentagram when did faces start wearing pentagrams like is that i i, I guess undertaker did for a little bit on his pants under uh, on yeah, the red I, mean, I think it just means she's a rocker i mean uh, kevin steen in the indie circuit i think was a was a well i guess he would turn back and forth but he had pentagrams on his t-shirts and stuff, and those were actually... But this is just... I mean, it's just her style, and I don't think it actually... The glampire kind of a thing, but I mean... I don't think it actually mean. I mean, if that's... I'm saying if that scares middle America, then awesome. Because it doesn't mean anything, and... Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. a Rye has a giant cross on his back, so whatever. I guess that's the same thing. All right. Uh, we won't get dwell on that too long. Cena versus Rusev, everybody. Uh, Cena versus Rusev again. Um, we caught that was a great prediction. You actually brought that to the table. Uh, it was just as you called it, except just with a different instrument. You you we, you actually said that you thought Lana was gonna throw the towel in again, and I kind of agreed with you. Um, regardless, there was no towel, but loss with Lana. So yeah, yeah, but it was a clean. I mean, desktop. Cena did win clean when I thought it would be. 
Rusev losing by proxy was my prediction, but it was an even more thing to push uh, Cena over, which is fine. It was expected. But um, really, here's a great way to get heat from uh, the crowd members near you. Boo Ronald Reagan during the uh, nationalistic uh, – because that's what – because that's what me and my buddy did. Uh, not big, you know. I mean, it's fine if you're listening and you can have your own opinions because opinions are made to be have. That's why they're great. Um, but uh, uh, we booed the hell out of Ronald Reagan and uh, George W. Bush, the son of the former CIA director. And uh, uh, you know, the lady in front of me was was miffed uh, to say the least. And uh, you know, uh, but it's okay. We 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 can boo the heels if we want to. People were cheering for Rusev. People were cheering for Mother Russia during that match a bit. Yeah, yeah, and and it's kind of a it's such a creepy to me cop out the way that you the way they think they can book it so that Cena can't be booed is you put him in the context of patriotism to yeah, make oh okay I won't boo are... for him no people still booed for him I mean the like every everyone in the section I was in was singing the John Cena sucks song. Um, John Cena, so yeah, and John the la- Cena, and lady so. in front of me was miffed at that too. So I guess you know you can't you can't uh, have a you know I like John Cena actually I like him but not when he not when he tortures his opponent in order to get a match and then he basically <laughs> he's just a brutal ruthless guy. He's a great he's he's it's totally this nationalistic jingoistic thing that's like completely archaic it's from 1985 to have a match against a russian guy like iron curtain style this is so dumb and so wwf like iron cheek era yeah it's it, i agree i have the I've, people watching aren't falling for it they're like this isn't i mean like oh rusev is uh, oh, not man. even russian well, there's that too. He's not, <laughs> he's not even Russian, and he gets a shot, a shout out from Knox Pro by Rikishi the night before. I mean, well, that was a case. Well, he, yeah, but you know, and we actually may, had mentioned Knox Pro last week. It's a great Rikishi school, man. They put on fun shows. They have like ten dollar tickets, dollar bags of popcorn, dollar soda. It's great for young. Uh, it's a, where you can not only see some young co- uh, up and coming wrestlers, <clears throat> but Rikishi and Gangrel are getting in the ring, man. Uh, Black Pearl. Uh, you know, uh, part of the family. I mean, you have a uh, man. I mean, it's just great. It's it's wonderful. You know. Yeah, so, yeah. And so Rusev is is kind of the biggest guy I think right now. That's, that's he's come uh, out of it. It's fun. Yeah. yeah, he's the first one. It's a newer, I believe. I mean, one of the first, probably the biggest. One. That's why I mentioned him. But uh, it's okay. Yeah, good Rusev. Uh, but I mean, Cena. the match was good, and then what? Cena did a stunner off the second rope. What was that? What happened there? Was that what that was? Uh, is that what you would call that? Cena did some like crazy move that was like we'd never seen before, and actually, I mean, this is why I think Cena actually does good matches. I just, I'm kind of just sick of his face, but he's, he's well, at least props to him for trying new things in the ring. Because in I the mean, ring, yeah, right. Get six and that's, moves of doom. Let's move it up to six. Yeah, it's like watching Superman fight. You know, he gets his ass kicked the whole time, does one dumb fucking thing at the end, and he wins. It's like super. It's yeah. and Hulk Hogan was the same way. I mean, yeah. they both fought, had these Superman matches. So, um, all right. So John Cena won. We called it, and then we uh, try to let the sun go down a little bit, and have Rock. And, I mean, that's what people. I don't know how true that is. I mean, is that? It's not like, oh, we have time. We need to fill some time. Quick, let's get Ronda Rousey. Like, that's not exactly filler. I mean, Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania 
in the ring with The Rock, Triple H and Steph. I'm sorry, Stephanie and Triple H McMahon. Uh, yeah, that was not filler at all. That, that was is totally, not filler. Okay, that was smart. It was totally smart. <laughs> and I lost my vitamins, man. You know that they're pushing something, and that's so awesome that she wants to be involved. I mean, I was at PWG shows, and she was there in the front row, like four or five seats ahead of me. And you know, she would get chance a couple times during the, you know, but that show is literally like one percent the size of the WrestleMania. How hard are they? Like, <laughs> she's just a huge fan, and so I think that if it. That there's some sort of you know you brought it's gonna be Stephanie a, right I mean it's gonna be a Rousey Stephanie and they're I don't gonna, think it'd be a fight but I think there's gonna be more bumps taken and more angles I mean you know or she's gonna come in like Mayweather did and just like clock someone and that's it which is dangerous I wouldn't do that if I was Stephanie but um, uh, uh, Ronda Rousey's smart. been it's training for pro wrestling for a while though it is smart booking uh, I. You know, I know she trains a little bit on and off time. There's a little, couple of videos around the internet and stuff like that. So She's, she's such a fan, and, uh, you know, Four Horsemen is like her group, right? Um, Four Horsewomen? Women? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, there was nothing bad about that, and nothing about <laughs> Ronda Rousey is filler. And they're really pushing them. I mean, Although I'd you, like to. Even like Stephanie McMahon on Raw, which we'll talk to talk about here in a few minutes, her demeanor is like way harder. I mean, they're they're gonna really try to build Stephanie. I mean, she's yeah. the new Vince, man. She's they're ramping new... it up, and it's actually good. I think it's they're doing it good, and, she, and she's and been Stephanie's so good. Stephanie McMahon is so good in that position. She is so good. She sells it. She sells the shit out of it. Yeah, and she can act like Vince, you know. They're, they're good actors. Yeah. I mean, Not she that there's any and... reason to act. I mean, she's actually in charge, and this is all a real thing that's happening on screen. But I'm just saying. Just kidding. Uh, it's, it's well, fake. congratulations to Ronda Rousey for, I'm sure, what was probably the just a, a dream. You know, I know you're a big fan, so congratulations yeah, to you. Yeah, please, just answer my text. Call me back, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. Call, call me and Mark Thornton back. Yeah, Do that. Come on. Um, and then... Uh, all right, we, uh, I, <sighs> Bray Wyatt versus Undertaker. I know what I said I thought should happen. Um, <clears throat> I know I said I thought Bray Wyatt should have retired the Undertaker. He should have put him down. Uh, run, you know, Undertaker did it. I could tell, I saw at the end of the match, he looked up at the sky and said, thank you, which is funny for the dead man. Like he was just (laughs) so, (laughs) which is, he was just so thankful. He didn't have a concussion and he was alive and he could walk out of the ring. He came out with like, I think kind of a dad haircut that I was kind of like, Oh, I was a little disappointed. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. But then he had the, he had the American badass pants on, right? He He was doing like a weird uh, amalgam, which is cool. It's not just, He's got to mix it up something, especially we only see him once a year, just uh, like just like actual dad, you know. I would have been okay with the mohawk again. Uh, and if you're gonna come out as the yeah. dead man walking, dude, if you're that old, fuck it, ride the bike to the stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, or get the you know come out if the dead old man walking, man like, walker or something. Instead of dead man walking, it's old man walker, just old man walker. <laughs> Like a yeah, motorized. A motorized. (laughs) The dead man is actually dead. He's gonna wrestle dead. All right. Uh, (laughs) Oh god. 
He died a week before Mania. Uh, we're gonna prop him up. He's gonna. Re- he might sit up. He might not. Who knows? Hey, you know. you know they've been doing those Flintstones movies. Maybe they'll finally do a, a Weekend at Bernie's WWE edition. <laughs> Weekend at Undertaker's. Weekend at Undertaker's. <laughs> this is the worst. WWE Studios. If you're listening, <laughs> this is the worst idea. Uh, you've used the worst ideas before. Use hey, this one too, and you owe us money. We actually, we're gonna. We I actually presented you with an idea for a uh, WWE. Oh yeah, but I don't think you should mention that because no, I'm not wanna... going. But we talked about actually doing it, writing it like Vince and Hogan did, and just renting a hotel for a weekend and writing Over it one, in a weekend. One weekend, write a whole screenplay i mean how long does 90 pages take to write we dude do it. it's an it's an amazing script guys give me uh really i uh it's an amazing you guys would love the concept um so we got to do it we'll shop it around and uh hopefully uh wwe uh we got a movie for you so we got a movie for you you hit us up it's amazing we'll get the script on your desk by monday yep you guys don't miss this one uh let us know all right um, <laughs> call, us, call me. We'll call you. Wait, Undertaker. Uh, yeah. All right. So yeah, um, the, I mean, you know, it was awesome, and and it's so crazy. Um, the light show that you couldn't see that was really <laughs> was, cool. <laughs> yeah. No, there. Um, in the merch, you know, usually I'm not, you know, big merch mark, you know, but um, uh, uh, WrestleMania there was all these t-shirts, like so many t-shirts just for this pay-per-view, and I'd sure. seen it before where the last SummerSlam or two SummerSlams ago, whatever. There was a shirt specifically for, not for the main event, but a sp- shirt specifically for the best versus the beast. It was a shirt specifically just for the Punk versus Lesnar match at SummerSlam a couple of years back. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of smart. It's not even the main event, but they have a shirt just for this match? Like, that's kind of clever in a very boxing promoter type way. But this WrestleMania, they had shirts for tons of matches. There was a shirt that was specifically Sting versus Triple H. There was a shirt that was specifically Roman versus Brock that was like the two logos wow. overlapped. And there was a shirt that was awesome. The reason I brought this up, because the, the Bray Undertaker shirt that was specifically for the match was really cool and looked like a heavy metal shirt. It was a tarot card of them both on, or a tarot or a, or a, po- a Joker card with them both sides of it. With a, uh, It looks really cool. I don't know if that stuff's online for sale or if it was just for sale there. But uh, if you like uh, crazy WWE shirts and you want to support a uh, giant uh, multi-billion dollar, multi-million dollar company uh, because they're uh, in dire straits, then go uh, buy one of those. Well, there you go. The WWE shirts at WrestleMania. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, Bray Wyatt did well. Bray Wyatt sold that whole match going into it. Uh, we saw Taker at Mania. Uh, he walked out. I mean, it was a it was an okay match, you know. It's not the best match we've seen Bray yeah. Wyatt in. It's not the best match we've seen Undertaker in. But you know what? Uh, it, I know it meant a lot to Bray Wyatt. It was a dream come true for him, I'm sure, uh, to be just to be in the ring with the Undertaker. Uh, you know, we didn't see him on Raw, so I, well, I just you know, don't. What? what what what's sort of important about it is that. You know, and I thought, oh, that was cool that it happened. It was another one that was like the details were lost, but the, it was cool that it happened and was kind of surreal because they were never fought before. But people, you know, I knew people that did not watch it and don't even watch wrestling, but they obviously saw some sort of recap because they were like, oh, how was WrestleMania? I was like, oh, it was awesome, you know. And they're like, ooh, what about that one part where Undertaker sat up and that other guy, whoever he is, was doing the spider walk, like, like so, they knew this was. This is someone who's not even a fan, 
knew saw the, this happen. That, that one image of them both kind of doing their moves that at the same great. time. That was great. That was a great thing. That was a great moment of the match. I was waiting for that to happen, and it's so cool that it happened to the sit-up. Yeah, yeah. The, ti- the timing of it was perfect. It was... It was uh, great WrestleMania moment, but man, just... Bray even went as far. He gave him the kiss of death. This from Sister Abigail, and then just turned it on him. I yeah, thought but maybe it's because we Bailey didn't come out. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, and then to the main event. Uh, oh, I have a note out of, from earlier. I just I'll throw this out real quick. Did anyone else notice Triple H during his Terminator entrance screaming under his mat- mask as if? Like, we could actually see his mouth. Like, I could tell he was screaming, but obviously it did not look the way he wanted it to. Um, all right, so main event. Uh, poor, poor little guy. Undertale- uh, Brock Lesnar received, as we thought, Roman Reigns was received. Uh, well, Roman Reigns was received like a cop in Ferguson right now. Uh, doom. Too soon. No, Never just kidding too at soon. all. But, um, no, but... It's weird, though, because I, I don't know. I was there in the crowd, but it's weird because the crowd is so huge. It's not even you're hearing the crowd and it's not even indicative of the whole crowd because it could sound totally different on the other side. But from where I was, where a bunch of people, I sure. mean, where I was, people were doing the John Cena sucks and people were there was a chant for Hideo during the Battle Royal. Hideo, he like like these are cool people. They were like in the random, you know, um random NXT chance like kind of through the night which was cool um so I definitely wasn't in it but but I could still hear like 30% of the people were ro- were rooting for Roman Reigns where I was and 70% definitely were not and were loudly against him but I could still hear people do, I could hear both sides so it wasn't like um a totally biased crowd but it was definitely you know uh definitely against Reigns overall but I'm saying that you still had people rooting for Cena during that match and stuff where I was. So, hmm. so uh, man, great. Uh, it, I thought it was a good performance. I thought it was a good performance on Roman Reigns and Lesnar. Even if Reigns would have lost that match to Lesnar, he would have come out looking just yeah. fine. That that I mean, he busted him open in the first 30 seconds of the match. Brock Lesnar yeah. fought this entire match with blood and then more blood and then even and I, more blood. And I and told he, you, and it wasn't too bad. It was very, you know, it was, you know, it must have been done the hard way except for maybe the one in the uh, nearest forehead might have actually been a blade job. Yeah. But, oh yeah, cuz you could see it on Raw. He had this the stitches there. Yeah, but um it was and I t- I think I said like if there's just a little bit of red, this is going to make this match so much because it's so, it's such a missing element now, and it's important when it happens. And yeah, I mean, dude, Brock Lesnar literally must have told Roman Reigns, yeah. "Punch me in the face." Go for broke on my cheek and my forehead when we start. It must have been the the, and I'm surprised he didn't do it to you know. I wish Reigns would have been a little bloody too. Because it would have he really, looked fine on Raw too, yeah. Yeah, it would have put him over more, but it was such a it was good storytelling because you had it was great in ring storytelling. You had Reigns smiling, yeah, Reigns oh. smiling, you know, oh. and I'm yelling, I'm marking so out, good. I'm marking out, yelling, "Don't get cocky, kid!" You know, like what are you doing? <laughs> because, because like like he doesn't even if they're evenly matched, you don't like laugh at laugh at that guy while he's beating you down. 
but it really put him it put him over as not not as being a, a heel at all but kind of naive and overconfident people um, were start was it, did you find maybe after that point the odd uh, the fans were turning towards more I don't think so, but I think Reigns? they were turn they were getting just more and more into the match. Yeah. You know, like every moment people were getting more and more into it. And um until that music hit. And then uh I mean Roman Reigns gave him three look, three Superman punches in a row. Yeah. Followed by two spears and Lesnar kicked out. You gotta and- have it at this point that finishes don't finishes have no effect. Um Dude, it was so crazy, like, just because Lesnar had just busted his head open, he was gushing blood, and he sold it like a pro. He sold that because he was just owning the entire match, just manhandling him. Beat this kid like a doll. And then, luckily, luckily Lesnar's working on commission, so, you know, the more he sells. (laughs) And then, as soon as he busts his forehead, he just sold the sold the shit out of it man and like, he was wobbling bouncing off the ropes three superman punches and he barely went down it was like mike tyson's punch out and they turned roman reigns into little mac like it was amazing and then the kick out i was like oh my god is roman reigns about to i mean this is three superman punches two two uh spears and and then and he still kicked out one thing I noticed during the match, especially when he was just having fun, Brock Lesnar kind of walks like he's listening to the Eagles in his head. <laughs> what? <laughs> like not when he's dancing back and forth, but sometimes you see the little bounce in his walk, like he's like he's just singing. He's got some music going on in his head. Um, yeah, the cash in, Seth Rollins, man. That that music was it. I mean it. That solidified WrestleMania 31 as great. When I, mean, I was, because I, because we're far away, right? And I can see this giant ramp. The whole stage, you know, you you weren't, you didn't like it that much, but you, you have that giant stage that was huge, and it's giant ramp that was huge, and this big set to kind of fill the space out. But I'm, you know, I'm looking, I'm, I'm like, dude, no one's gonna make a run in today. That like Seth can't surprise anyone. Rollins can't just like rush to the thing, cash in, and boom, surprise. You're not going to have any run-ins. And, of course, I was totally wrong because you had NWO, DX, and the cash-in. So, yeah. um, obviously, yeah. uh, ramp. Uh, I guess when it comes to ramps, uh, size doesn't matter. <laughs> Seth, I mean, it was a wonder. The crowd lost it. Do you think Roman Reigns would have looked better losing to Lesnar than Seth Rollins on a cash-in? Or is that irrelevant because of the pop from the cash-in? I mean... Uh, either way, I think Reigns looked good. Uh, he looked great. Surprisingly, surprisingly good. I think he he's he's not going to win people over that hate him. No, but. I don't think so. And I think that was apparent. Then, but you're still dealing with your WrestleMania crowd yeah. at, at the Monday at the next Raw, which we're basically getting into now. But it's I don't you know, and this is something. I don't feel like he's more over now. I don't feel, you know, like, okay, it was a great match. People enjoyed watching it. It was a great story that, you I mean, he told that great in-ring story. It When he puts, I mean, and you can't take that away from him, but I don't feel like he's more over. I, yeah, um, I don't think so. I mean, he, I think he proved to some people uh, that he could be on a huge match like that and it could be actually good, but yeah, I, I don't think it affected 
I mean, yeah. he looks tough. He busted rot. He dude, he busted Lesnar's face open. All right. Yeah. I mean, that's a man. I mean, he's 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 a man of the company. Um, I've always said, even when the Shield was together, I was I always thought that Ambrose and Rollins will be the future, and and uh, Roman Reigns will go make movies with his cousin in a few years. So, right. Right. I mean, because well, he's about the money. I mean, that's a, that's obvious. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he's got the look and all the stuff, and, and he's the WWE type of guy that's randomly on a team with two of the indie guys. Like, And it just so happens that they push indie guys now, finally. So, uh, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I, well, I loved it. I loved, I loved it. Uh, I, I was definitely happy. The road scared me, cause but the road to WrestleMania is part of the journey. You know, you want to enjoy that as, as much as you want to enjoy WrestleMania. Yeah, so but you the, wanna, the, the hype, the, you're right that the hype machine was broken. Usually, the hype machine is going full cylinder, and we have a month of of here's the here's the match, and we're gonna push it. And there were some matches that weren't even booked until two weeks before, and and it was just really. Yeah, and that last tug of war over the title, the last Raw, we're like, oh, God, we are screwed. Yeah, it was bad. But it was it bad. Was the, that was, it was Lesnar should have punched him. Of, it was not indicative of the pay-per-view, it, so you it's know, I said, hard to tell. I said last week, last week on the Yes Talk, I said... Big fan, that, love the Yes Talk. I, I said that Brock Lesnar should have punched Roman Reigns in the face when he took the belt, right? Yeah. And... If they would have done that, what Dustin Kaufman said, that opening punch busting open Brock Lesnar's face at Mania would have been amazing. Because if you would have just had Lesnar do one punch on Raw, and the very next time they see each other, Reigns returns it, that's yeah. awesome. And I mean, it completes that's the story, yeah. Of the punch, yeah. I mean, you're op- it's just good storytelling. It's... I mean, you know, Lesnar took gave it, but he just took it, and he got his head busted open, you know. So yeah, well, I, yeah. you know, my favorite aspect though was because it's always, I mean, when you're when you're, you know, when I was really young watching wrestling, and it's like, and you're nitpicking over the rules, like, wait a second, that guy should be counted out when this guy, but this and this and this because they're kind of inconsistent sometimes. And like, well, wait, is this steel cage match have a referee in it or not? Like, which type of you know, the details, it's all about the details, and sometimes they're really bad about kind of um, making it consistent as far as yeah. a sport. As, as far as a sport, at least the characters of the referees should be totally consistent in their rules, and if not, they make an announcement before it. This is a special match because it's elimination, or whatever. Sometimes they're really good at this, but what's great was that he comes out mid-match, and we're like, well, what's going to happen? Is he gonna f- they could have made an announcement, ladies and gentlemen, there's two matches the, the, the winner has to fight Seth Rollins right after. It's a gauntlet match. Whoa, what? That it, that could have happened or whatever. It was unclear yeah. until when they make the announcement, this is now his, his – you can – it's because it's unprecedented, cashing in, turning it into a triple threat. Made that it was s- amazing. When she so said much triple more, threat. So much more interesting and – For 30 seconds. And even put – it even put Seth Rollins at risk. Because oh now he's got to fight two guys so it was like a it was a um, cocky you know the character was a cocky thing for him to do was think he could fight them both off I mean um, he did but um, it was so so cool that it, it transformed that match it didn't just make a new match he's great Seth Rollins is fantastic uh, 
just congratulations, Tyler Black. Congratulations, Tyler Black. Um, he's just he's so good, and he is the future, and he is wrestling. You know, the stuff that he did, uh, in just, the stuff that he does is just great, and he's he's such a great in ring performer. Um, <clears throat> he does great on Raw. So we're at Raw. We did Romania. Uh, two thumbs up. You had a great weekend at WrestleMania, right? Yeah, it was a blast. Okay, good. I I enjoy the show. Uh, if you guys wa- uh, haven't watched it twice, watch it twice. Why? Because it's WrestleMania. Yeah, just if you want to watch it and you got a network subscription, just go to network.wwe.com slash 124599.apx. No, just kidding. I don't know what the direct URL um, is, but it's on the network, of course. Thank you for listening to the Yes Talk. Uh, I am Dustin Kaufman along we, with Mean Mark Are we not Thornton. doing Raw? We're doing Raw. I'm just... I'm oh, just, okay. I'm just the call re- letters. Okay, yeah. You yeah. Know, hey, well, thanks for listening to the Yes Talk. All right, I am we'll see you next week. <laughs> this is me. Um, all right, we're gonna get to the raw recappuccino. We're gonna take the hottest, most caffeinated, bubbly parts of raw. We're gonna break them down and uh, go over the show. And all right, so starting with Brock Lesnar, uh, a smiling, happy, excited, and pissed off Brock Lesnar amazing start to what's usually an amazing show what i mean raw after mania is always so special because you get the leftover crap and i think one of the you because it's people from all over the world come for wrestlemania and so then they get the tickets for the raw the next day you know and see so it's the the energy's but it's hot. only you got you got a two at least how it's been in the last maybe decade where Raw is at a normal Raw-sized place. It's an arena that the SAP Center, which used to be the HB Pavilion, which used to be the San Jose Arena. This is the Shark Tank. I saw Prince perform there three times. This is where the Hall of Fame ceremony was, and this is where Raw was. This is a 15,000, give or take, size arena, the same size as the Staples Center, that kind of size place, versus WrestleMania, 76,000 or however many. 960, is that right? 900, no, uh, like 70. 76,960? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, something like that. But it's like, it, right, it's so much It's so much bigger. It's a stadium. I mean, this is this is just bizarre to see an event there, right, you know? Um, so it's so much bigger. So really anyone who's going to both is is, is super diehard fan, I think. Um it's not but, a normal uh, raw, and you're getting the best of the best. Oh, it's uh, so good. It's always so fans. good. Yeah, um, so it's not even just like it's not even just like oh cool everyone people are in town for WrestleMania. It's like it's only the 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 WrestleMania fans who have planned to go to the even harder to get to. Uh, at least as far as me, I try to get a ticket and was sold out. So I mean, uh, and so yeah, it's it's great, and I think having Lesnar start that match yeah. just reiterates how wonderful the raw after mania is so he comes out uh, they call for the rematch and uh you know of course i mean anytime somebody says they're getting a rematch that night it doesn't happen right right but especially when the heel agrees to it and pushes the god he was so great when he came out pretending the thing was going to happen and he's just like so snarky about it. And he's got his finger in Brock's face. What are you doing, dude? Like, why would you? 
why would you do that? This guy is going to kill you. It was so great. It was so great. But so so Stephanie came out and said that he wasn't there yet. Like, he wasn't at the... Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, so, which yeah. is believable. I mean, the guy won WrestleMania. He was in two matches and won the, yeah. <laughs> the belt. He fl- He flies to New York. He does media. He does press. He comes back, and he walks into the ring with Brock Lesnar. All right. I mean, that man... I mean that's 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 what it takes. I mean to be the champion to to do that. I mean, I mean, yeah. granted, he didn't. And I love I love wrestle what, him. I love what Stephanie said though. She said that you know this appearance of the Today Show, Brock. That was supposed to be you, but you didn't win the title. What he's gonna appear with like puppy dogs on the Today Show, Brock Lesnar? No, he doesn't make media appearances except on Sports Center to basically. Uh, Shill for WWE stock, like it's just amazing that the. Do you think Brock dropped the belt because he did? Do you think that Brock dropped the belt because he didn't want to go do the Today Show? (laughs) Yeah, with that specific. Yeah, he just hates. He hates Katie Couric. (laughs) They had a beef in the Indies, and now it's still now. I mean, um, Um, yeah. So it was so okay. Here's but I I do want to comment on this. Okay, so. You know, Stephanie comes out, obviously. He's not here. Then they come back later. Rollins and Brock, He when he's trying to run from Brock, yeah. Brock caught him, threw him back for a suplex. Seth Rollins lands, does the backflip, oh, lands yeah. on his feet, and then spins around and kicks Lesnar in the head, who just stood there, right? It was great. Like, he sold it. He sold it for like one second. So he reacted to it, but it didn't put him down, and he just made him more angry. It was a perfect way it to was do it. Un fucking believable, man! It made me want to see that match, and it's gonna happen. They teased it. Yeah. Um, Stephanie McMahon, f- and f- uh, he lost it. Okay, so you know, obviously Rollins gets away, and Lesnar has a little bit of a hissy fit. All right, that was awesome. He, and he he, he, he at, killed Michael he Cole. Michael Cole is ring. dead. He nexuses everyone in sight. <laughs> he did. Michael Cole's dead now. Thank you, Brock Lesnar. Uh, <laughs> he should have had a coal mine. We got to talk t- about this for a minute. Okay. All right. So Brock Lesnar flipped the announce table. Uh, you have JBL and Booker T, two large, healthy men, just laying there. Okay. Michael Cole on his way out. They take everybody out. All right. So you have empty an empty common, you know, an empty table like for the announce table, and you and there's this moment where I'm like, who's coming out? Like who's gonna fill in for the commentators? And right, right. Well, so if you could have three, if anything, if you could have three commentators like to come out from the past, present. You know, or anybody to come out and call that raw. Who would those three people be? Oh man! Well, I mean, you gotta, you can't. It's such an easy. I mean, I gotta say, it's such an easy monsoon? question because you have monsoon in the brain. I mean, oh, Heenan, that's all you need, isn't it? Heenan, Heenan is the perfect commentator, uh, taking base basically Jesse Ventura's. Um, man, would it? Could you imagine if we would have had a chance to hear Gorilla Monsoon? Bobby Heenan and uh, and Jim Ross call, commentate for a long time. Yeah, yeah, it would have been uh, amazing. It would have been a incredible. slobber knocker of a of a call, man. But even they just were... those two, I mean, just just 
Heenan and Monsoon were so good together, and... Um, oh, Who did yeah. they bring out? The guy from SmackDown? One of the guys from SmackDown? It was... It, why didn't they put the table back over? <laughs> like, they can't push that back over? The, are those guys not that... Are you kidding? They didn't even destroy the table. And when they do destroy the table, at least they sit down. They were standing there. You could tell the people behind them were unhappy. They could, you know, I mean, they're just... It was just, weird. It was like, weird, Like, these but... guys are six feet tall. Would you sit the fuck down right but in front of me? I paid for this ticket. Down in front. I worked Down there. in front, man. Like, now, come it on. Was, it was great because for a while there was that gap of time where... Um, Oh, and Mike Adamley, that would be the third guy with Monsoon and, uh, no, uh, Heenan, just kidding. But you'd, uh, there was that block of time where there's no commentary, and that's when you know shit's going down, uh, legitimately or not. And so the, the next, like, ten minutes, like, they're scrambling backstage, in quotes. That's so smart. Um, and just and you're showing a replay of it with no commentary. I thought they were going to cut to the table. And then, like, a Skittles logo would appear in the corner, but you're, no one's there to cut the promo, and it's just a silent... Uh, it would have been funny. But the, um, you had... You know what was weird, though? There was international uh, comment. I'm all over the place here. Where are we going with this? Uh, Stephanie McMahon came out, <laughs> okay. uh, fired Brock... Then fired, uh, suspended, indefinite yeah. suspension for Brock Lesnar, uh, and then fined him. Obviously, she's not going to fire him, because Stephanie McMahon... Uh, owns that bitch, ladies and gentlemen. She owns that son of a bitch. Stephanie McMahon, speaking of Brock Lesnar, owns promos. that son of a bitch. She's great. And this with, is yeah. another reason I think they're building her, and another way they're building her towards a Ronda Rousey. She's. Yeah. They're just. I mean, when Stephanie McMahon comes out and says, uh, "Brock Lesnar, I own you, you son of a bitch," um, then that's a new Stephanie McMahon. I mean, that's a step beyond her heelish. Ways yeah. of the past. She is evolving. It's great, it's great because it makes sense. It, it actually yeah. makes sense within the context of the the long term story versus her just coming out and and being mean so that Daniel Bryan has something to fight against. Like and because no, she's brutal. Is, she is her yeah. father's daughter. She's just nailing all of it. Um. So, but, but what's great is that you have a kayfabe reason why Brock. We know is under contract for at least another year or three years or six months or whatever it is. He's 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 but locked he's in gonna for a be, while. He's going to be part time, and so when that happened right. and they fired him, I just went, "Oh, that's how they're going to do it." Right. You have a kayfabe reason for him to only show up sporadically. It's it's smart. He's is he going? We're going to get a triple, an actual triple threat at maybe SummerSlam. Before SummerSlam, it has to be before SummerSlam. Know. And do we see Brock? come out i mean how dedicated is he going to be over the next few months could we see him just show up i don't think we'll see him for for two months i think we won't Mm. see him for that long until until uh there's some authority shake up storyline wise and then he makes a big appearance and maybe is more of an obvious face uh than he is right now um but but it's a smart way to have him i think on the back burner i mean i i could be wrong but i don't think the next title defense will be against Brock. I think it'll be against Orton. Um, Before Reigns even, huh? Or maybe Reigns. But, yeah, but, but Reigns, Reigns lost it. He's not really in that. Right, but so have him have him as a character regroup. What happens to Reigns now? Like, who's... Is he going after faces or heels? I mean, they're pushing him as a face. They're st- they still think people are going to... Are we going to see an, an authority? I mean... 
I don't think we're going to see him with the authority. I don't think they're going to combine Reigns and Rollins again. They're not going to put the shield no. back together. Although people would love it. Maybe one day is a face thing. Like, yeah, I don't think maybe the be shield a- will be like the new DX. And when you have Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose as good as they are, you know, and I do leave Reigns out of that equation kind of because I just, again, I think he'll be off selling movies one soon. Um, so, but when you have Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose running around, the shield could be the new DX. It could be, you know, we could see the shield again. We could see those, maybe yeah, even if yeah. all three of them do it, we could see them back together, kicking ass again. And yeah, just... but I can't see that happening within a year. I think that's a over a year out. Oh that yeah. Way. But it'll, but I mean, those Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose is the new, that's going to be the new triple H and Shawn Michaels match. Those feuds, are, those matches, I can, I just, I can't wait to see them happen like twelve times. I can't because the, and all pay per views, they're just, they're so good. And those guys are your future. I, I just, they need to start giving Dean Ambrose that push, man. Which he we'll needs get to, to lose with the Cena. jeans. The jeans don't have me sold. The wife beater and jeans, I think, is a creepy way to fight. And because it just looks like he's at, he's like fighting his kids at home or something. He's beat someone up at, at house at his house. You know, it's like domestic violence vibe. I don't like it. And uh, he's got to cut. You know, he used to fight in tights or whatever. Um, okay. Not that but, he would do that again, but like some know, different costume. I don't know. We're talking about Dean Ambrose. Let's just go ahead and we'll we'll talk about this. We had two title matches. All right. On, on Raw. Awesome, uh, yeah. Okay, so, which is awesome. And we almost had three. Okay, so we almost had three. Uh, you had Daniel Bryan versus Dolph Ziggler, which was amazing. Uh, great match. Great match. And, you know, it was good. Like, you know, and I, and I knew, I kind of felt when Ziggler and Bryan uh, when had the last two matches they had before Mania, Ziggler got over on both of them. I'm like, okay, well, then Bryan really might be winning that that strap um but and it was good to see ziggler come back and take one for that for the ic title yeah. to let you know return it and i just those matches are fantastic man those they're so good they're it was so a good, good back and forth and it and it proved should Brian ziggler be heal again should ziggler heal it up again a little bit i think he's so over you would think putting anybody against daniel bryan almost would but no, I mean he's really over. People yeah, I, really I don't like him, Don't turn him anytime yet, but it could be awesome. But um, what I do also like is that the Intercontinental Champion didn't lose. They kept having champions lose in the past like six months. All the champions yeah. would lose in non-title matches, meaning that making the the titles worthless. Like, what does the title mean if the champion isn't champion? And if they're a heel, they can cheat or they run off, but they retain. Uh, that makes sense to me, but just having a champion legitimately lose cleanly and then, well, it wasn't a title match, and then it is a title match, and then they win, it's just really, like, it's not good. So having a top guy... You like, need to have your champions be champions. You need... Because yeah. if they just lose all the time, then it makes winning the belt not as... That just doesn't mean as much. You, yeah. you need to so have a champion... To have, it's smart to right. have a top-tier guy, like Daniel Bryan, have the title and defend it. It makes sense that he could defend it. Versus I, a lower tier guy that they want to lose sometimes. If Daniel Bryan loses the IC title, he's going after the heavyweight belt, which we could yeah, see yeah. at this point. We could easily see Daniel yeah. Bryan and you Seth could, Rollins. Like that could be that could main event SummerSlam right there. You could do WrestleMania. You could do WrestleMania six. You know, uh, Intercontinental versus World Champion. 
You could. Uh, at um, some point. I mean, I don't think immediately, but... He may not... I was going to say that. He may not even drop the belt. He could just go straight to the IC. Yeah. Uh, take the IC straight to the top, win the next one, and then... Uh, yeah, or maybe he's got to... And then have a tournament. They have a th- Or they have a thing that, like... I mean, they keep talking about intercontinental um, merging with the U.S., but what if you have the, the intercontinental um, being unified with the heavyweight? That's stupid. I think the intercontinental belt means <laughs> oh, geez, so much more... Okay. I think that. (laughs) (laughs) What are you fucking dumb? That's a. You're fired. Your idea is terrible. Okay, I'm just saying that the. No, look. The intercontinental belt to me is to me is second is your second belt. The intercontinental title is your second belt. Okay, it 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 has it's been around. It means the U.S. title. No way. No way. The intercontinental title that it means so much more. Okay. Okay. So then just. Please, let's just kill this U.S. title. We could. I mean, but it's the third tier. Cena will kill it. I mean, or he's going to kill the entire locker room with it. Okay? He has an open challenge. Anybody can come out and challenge him. Uh, Dean Ambrose, all right? The guy who should have won the Intercontinental belt the night before, but he didn't, which is okay. Daniel Bryan's going to do well for that belt. Um but to come out and just do you not, think do you think this open challenge is going to be like a weekly thing is he going to keep dude, keep doing t- this what like he wants to push himself as the fighting champion right yeah. it's like like open challenge every week and so what is he going to do squash the entire roster again i mean you mean w- right like what is the point of like are they is are they going to use the U.S. title to rebuild Cena? Dustin, are you not a fan of this country? <laughs> what are you talking about? You obviously hate America if you don't support John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> they try to do this oh, loophole, say. this patriotism hey, loophole. Like, oh don't say I, oh say you can't see me. Oh. Uh, I want to see John Cena. Uh, John Cena, this is another thing. John Cena has never been in a major tag team, right? He's never mm-hmm. been in a major faction. He's always been by himself. I'd like to see John Cena in a legitimate tag team. Uh, I'd like to see John Cena in a tag team with Stevie Wonder. You can call it. We can't see each other. <laughs> not. Boom, boom. You can't see each other. We can't. All right, so uh, you know, John Cena squashes like, Ambrose. Uh, you know, I don't want to be very superstitious here, but that what? joke, um, no, superstitious, never mind. It's a song. <laughs> <laughs> superstitious, kind of Now, you know, of course, their promos will consist of such uh, thing. They have the promo called "I just called to say I, I'm beating you." In a, in a match. That's a great uh, a promo they're going to do. <laughs> Allow um, me to remind you that you're listening to the Yes Talk here on Trending Topics Network. Uh, they're going to have a song, yeah, John Cena's going to have a song with uh, Stevie Wonder called um, Sign, Seal, Delivered, I'm Going to Kick Your Ass. That's going to be <laughs> that's stupid. These are, I'm, this is, I Google Stevie Wonder singles to think I of jokes. Never mind. <laughs> to say. Look, let's uh, look. The champ I'm, is here. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Look, I'm gonna take the higher ground and not make any more Stevie Wonder jokes. <laughs> all right, all right. Yes, Doc. I'm all sure. Right. I'm sure you're overjoyed about it. Sheamus 
Uh, let's move on to Sheamus. All right. Uh, was there anything else you want, right? Anything else on the John Cena squashing the entire roster just to be the United States champion? No, it's very weird. He's doing what he did 11 years ago. Um... <laughs> With a lesser belt. No, but I mean, it, no, it but turns like, him into this another. It just showcases him as this undefeatable Superman again. He's just gonna go. Somebody needs like that can only go on so long. Yeah, but it makes more sense to be to at this at this weird mid card. Um, he can still showboat, but uh, yeah, I don't know. At least he's not I, in the I title. I don't think it's a good. I don't think it's a good train to be on the other end of. I don't think it's going to do the roster any favors to have everybody, especially when Every you're starting with your him. top guys. All right. Because yeah. Dean Ambrose is one of your top guys, whether you're playing them or using them like that or not. Dean Ambrose is one of your top guys. And to have him just come out, I would have loved to see him take the belt off Cena. Like that would have been later, amazing. That would be insane. It'd yeah. be insane. It'd be great. But I mean, and let he let him do the open challenge. I mean, what do we have but to well, gain? Well, I mean, I really think the open challenge could be a raw thing, and I think that Rusev, will get, a rematch. Rusev that... will get a rematch. We'll have a steel cage, some rubber match, or something like Cena that. Cena didn't. Rusev didn't come anywhere near it. He just came out in a squash match. Yeah, right? no, it was a smart way to do it because you you you're extending the. Uh, you don't just repeat it until later. I, unless he's uh, not going to go for it. I mean, I would think he's got a... Could they be done with it? I mean... I think he's I got mean, a rematch clause. I mean, in the Their story's over. He? I mean, yeah, right? I guess he does have a rematch clause, but apparently Cena needs to bury the entire roster first. First, yeah, yeah. First. Like, let me just beat every single person who doesn't have a belt. How about that? Like, why? And for a third-tier belt. <laughs> like, like what? That's not your second belt. Like, yeah, but have him put him there, then keep him there. Don't, don't. It's it's fine. I think you know what. To, and if it Cena makes the U.S. title to... more interesting, it does. I will and, say that. And, it, and it, we it... don't have Cena in the top and headlining pay per views unless they unless they have some weird thing where the U.S. title you know is a pay per view because it's a gimmick match or something in main events, but. But I think it's it's a smart thing because there was the Cena dilemma. If he's unstoppable, except for Lesnar, he's unstoppable, and you're just gonna have him keep main eventing every fucking show ever. Like, well, I think the Intercontinental Belt just became the main event for a while. Yeah, that really. I think that's the way we're gonna see it, uh, which is great. I hope I hope they don't try to push the U.S. title as the second tier by having John Cena main event. But I think. Having John Cena in these mid-card matches, it does amazing things for the show. It really does because it puts your mid-card guys in these almost main event spotlights, yeah. which are in the middle of the show. And, and just, that can main event Raw. That makes total sense for a U.S. title to main event Raw where it used to not make sense. Hey, why don't they just call back, go back to the TV title? And while they're at it, yeah. can we go back to the television time limit? Like that would a whole new concept to start new feuds, you know? They need they need that kind of this time match. Limit. They need um they need two out of three more two out of has three has a falls. ten minute television time limit. <laughs> yeah, and then you can have no one win, and and still put both of them over. So yeah. Uh, yeah. It, oh yeah, it comes off great. Ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Call me Dustin Kaufman, looking for creative. <laughs> All right. And you have Teddy Long. Bring him back and let's make every match a tag team match. <laughs> let's uh, let's get some tag teams in there first. Um, all right, 
we've uh, n- enough John Cena. We got we got more Raw uh, to to go over in our Raw Recappuccino. Uh, so Sheamus, I, amazing on every level, in my opinion, amazing on every level. New gear, uh, smart. It was new smart. look, good timing, unpredicted. I, I did not see it happening there. Um, he should have had a new song, right? Uh, with the new look. You're not a big Maybe fan that'll... of the lobster head. I just, uh, no, I love the new look. Um, no, the name of the the song. Oh my oh, god, the... he does have a lobster head, and it matches his song. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> uh, it was a little predictable on who he we went after. Yeah. Um, but then he started bullying Ziggler too, yeah, was, and just about great. anybody he... in the room. And at least, at least I thought. All of it was positive, but the raw audience felt differently because they told him that he looked stupid chanting over and over again, you look stupid, you look stupid. Yeah, I thought it was great because that makes him a total heel. Heel. Yeah. He did it. I love the look, man. No, the look I was, really the look looked cool. I mean, it looked terrible, I thought, but it was perfect for a, like a him. crazy punk Viking. It was uh, perfect for him being a heel, yeah. Yeah, the beard, the hair, the mohawk. Maybe that. Yeah, I just, I think it works. Because he was for so much better as a heel in the past. Maybe he shouldn't smile so much right now. Maybe he should stop smiling. I did notice like he kept give giving these little smiles. And you know, yeah. look, Seamus. We all know Seamus is a nice guy. He's fun. He's friendly. We know that. Um, you, you want people to forget that for a little bit. Don't smile. You have a great look. You're going to be a great heel. Yeah, you're gonna be definitely a top heel. Stop I think they had his uh, face on the Extreme Rules poster uh, all through the WrestleMania uh, pre-show and access and all that. Uh-huh. It's, so the network, all that stuff. I mean, they, I mean, they were pushing him. Um, and but those posters so, aren't always indicative at all of what's uh, what's gonna come. There, yeah. I guess that's a good way to just advertise Sheamus is coming back. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Good call. Good but call. But yeah, it might be. I mean, it might be him, Brian, IC title. That could be. I mean, that's a lot that more interesting great, than yeah. just. That could be 18-second match. It could be a lot and more And Daniel Bryan and Sheamus, this new Sheamus. I mean, it's a new look, and good for him for doing it. He's like, because, and good for, just, I applaud them for that, because I was expecting it to be the same Sheamus. I really was. I, I was expecting the same Sheamus yeah. with a, uh, just a, maybe a switch in an attitude, or just going after Daniel Bryan, because they for can't no think reason, of a more yeah. clutch. For no reason. Well, I which guess it is kind of, for no reason, except that he's just, he's just a villain now, so, but. It, but it's great. It sense, I mean, yeah. yeah, and you know, like. Even and to just they're both interesting again. I think a this new Sheamus and a Bray Wyatt could be a thing. I mean, if we saw that happen, yeah. Um, uh, we didn't see Bray Wyatt, no Bray Wyatt, uh, after his loss to The Undertaker, um, and no Undertaker either. I heard that may have been a thing, but no Undertaker, yeah. It'd be great if he just came out and said something, but uh, you know, maybe they don't have the uh, budget to uh, have any appearances of his until it's. A big match. Hmm. Um, so, um, uh, oh, you were talking about the um, uh, you had a question about the debuts because. Uh, oh yeah, because from the Neville. Uh, okay, yeah. Who had from uh, Nathaniel uh, Feliciano? Uh, again, he said, "Who had the better debut, Kalisto or Neville?" Both. Were amazing. Those that tag match. You know, I know we were ragging on the Sin Cara character, and I last week on the Yes Talk, but I during the gimmick change big of the week. Big fan of the Yes but Talk, by the way. Big big fan, and uh, it just 
I, I enjoyed watching this, but it still I still felt underneath. I'm like, oh god, but man, and, and that Callisto really nailed it. it he just was oh. so fun to watch. The audience loved it. Um, really, a lot of really you know, really close to really remnants of the Rey Mysterio, except nobody died in the ring. What? Oh, oh god, I'm sorry. Was that? I'm so sorry. Please, oh, I'm I'm so sorry. Your jokes Please are don't. killing out here. Please don't stop. Please don't stop listening. All right. Yes, but, um, uh, Neville yeah. was amazing. Unexpected. Yeah, you know, and what's I didn't... this trend of, you know, uh, uh, Alexander Ruza become, you know, uh, Cesaro loses his first name. Biggie Langston loses Langston. And yeah, now Adrian we... loses Adrian. I mean, do the people watching really can't remember two names at once? I mean, I'm surprised Daniel Bryan isn't just called Brian or Bry. I mean... Danielson. Yeah, or just yeah, or just D. The you know, American like one letter Dolphin. Because people can't remember multi, multi-syllable. Like it's just I don't know. It's really Adrian Neville was a fine name, and now Neville is kind of a oh, it's just a weird. But it is weird, and I even thought maybe she'll say Adrian Neville. They're right. like Neville, like oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but he was man. It was it was what was great is you saw a tease for him. And you're like, oh, whoa, he's going to be main rostered. That's boom. And then it happened like right then. It wasn't like right a, then. It was so amazing. It was like, next week. Yeah. And I love the outfit and the new gear. You know, I heard like the Mighty Mouse rumors like, but he kind of had a cape thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that that would that rumor was was, you know, 5% true. Yeah. Like, I mean, whatever. If they want to call him Neville, I mean. He had a cape that he that he still wore when he did a backflip and then threw it off, you know? Like it was it was, it was Like great. what if they would have just called Shawn Michaels Michaels? That would have been ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, Adrian Neville is it's God, look, and here's the thing, man. Like we keep saying NXT is the future looks great in the WWE from the NXT standpoint. And Jesus Christ, Kalisto and Neville both I mean, the future is now. If they're unleashing these people onto the main roster, if they're gonna stay, man, it's gonna be good. It, it's gonna be yeah, so yeah. good. And I just, I they need in the, here. This is I, they need to get some new crops, new faces for NXT because they need to move a lot of that roster right on up, man. We we need to see it. I mean, Charlotte needs to make her appearance asap. I want to see Finn there. I want to see Kevin Owen. I yeah, but you know you gotta Sam have a roster Zane. at NXT. You have to have a roster on NXT. And you know I hear people say that it's gonna be a, it's gonna end up being its own show and this and like the, you know, like but it, no, it will always be that training that they they've breed they've that's what they've it's their it's their breeding ground. So yeah. you have to move people up from it. You can't just leave them there or just send yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, but it's like you they take their time and and um. You know, someone was saying, um, I think it was Brandon Stroud on the great uh, uh, column, he has a column every week on uh, on Uproxx, on uh, With Spandex, the uh, wrestling um, uh, website, but uh, called The Best and Worst of Raw. And um, basically he was saying, like, this is so great. I mean, Kalista, what a debut as far as, like, what, uh, as far as just impressing, like, casual fans as well as NXT fans. But... The, the difference of having him in NXT matches for months and months and months, if not over a year, makes a big difference from just skipping straight to the main roster. So it's kind of, I think, like, it's beneficial to, to stay as long as you can in that lower, that, you know, not lower, but the developmental, um, it, it helps because they're developing and... Um, 
Well, I, Kalisto had a great, uh, as far as the question, who had the better debut from uh, Nathaniel here, I, I would say Kalisto had an amazing, amazing appearance uh, on Raw. The fans loved him. He has a great future. He'll, if As long as he stays, I think the fans and WWE will just love him, and he'll have a wonderful career. But Adrian Neville, or just Neville, Madonna, if you will, uh I mean that was his. I mean that was he owned it. He owned every minute of it. The look, the performance, the crowd response. Neville will be headlining very soon. He'll be main eventing very. Soon. That is a future multi-time WWE heavyweight champion. I mean he whoa, that man whoa. is. Well, he, I think Kalisto is a future WWE world heavy. No, just kidding. But um. <laughs> But as far, I mean, it, I think you're right as far as mainstay. I mean, Neville is going to, you know, I mean, form, you know. Kalisto um, can only ever have the Intercontinental title because he'll never beat Cena. Well, Kalisto, for I think, the US was title. a better debut because um, just because he was with Cesaro. And that that move, uh, that move set, they just did that one little spot in the middle, I think, really, uh, in the middle of that match, really just like people were like watching. Uh, on TV, we're just freaking. So, out. is Cesaro the guy to go to to put people over now? Well, I mean, he's a guy that can can do any spot you want. If you want someone to to kick your ass or you to kick their ass, he's gonna make it look really good. That's true. I mean, but I, I mean, Neville against Curtis Axel, and again, they're that Curtis Axel. They're turning into uh, they're turning into Heath Slater, and they need to stop it. They really are. Yeah, They're turning yeah. that guy who's just going to walk out and get beat up by well, everybody. Well, I mean, but but every promo he's cut, I have laughed, like, in a good way with him, and I really like him, so I hope it doesn't uh, I hope it doesn't stop. I mean, he's later coming out and ranting about one-man band. I never, hey, I never you know liked. What? I'll say this. I'll say this. They turned Damian Sandow into that for a while. And he turned out okay now, but he played with it and he ran it. Curtis Axel's doing good with what they're giving him, but uh, yeah, I do hope it. I do hope it leads to. It proves to me that Curtis Axel has a sense of humor and can be really good, uh, even if he's losing. He can do. He can do bits that that uh, go over well and um, so much more interesting than anything he did before. Like better than perfect. I thought that T-shirt was super offensive. Mister Perfect is my all-time favorite wrestler. Um, but the the Kurt, the Axel Mania says we're on the road to extreme rules. Like it was so, it was so perfect uh, as far as like what a kind of naive, overconfident character would say. Um, that was really great. And, big fan, uh, big fan over here, Curtis Axel. Uh, AJ Lee won. I really, I think AJ Lee won. I think we're gonna get another push out of her. And the main event, man, the main event of Raw. Um, Coming to the end of this week's Raw Recappuccino, uh, it was just a typical Raw main event that we've seen. That it's the same matches we saw all the way to Mania, in the sense another yeah. six-man tag match to end Raw. Give us something new. It's this is the wrestle. This is Raw after WrestleMania. Give us something new, or at least give us something great. You had Daniel Bryan versus Dol- Dolph Ziggler and Cena versus Ambrose. You had Brock Lesnar. You need to compete on that level, and Ryback isn't it. All right, Ryback shouldn't be nowhere near your main event <laughs> yeah, that's for true. the after that, WrestleMania Raw. But that Raw was so stacked, having kind of a typical ending, 
that wasn't it, it didn't really go anywhere but it's like oh it here's did an appearance nothing for me here's a that's bunch the of kind of match that, yeah i didn't so, have a problem with it because that raw was so good overall all right i thought the raw was really good i thought it was a great raw after mania thanks man um I, uh, you're welcome thank you um i just thought they could have ended on a stronger note why not have that ziggler brian match yeah i mean did they even do anything with the end of that just you know push rollins and orton i mean or i mean anything did they i mean did it have to be last i don't even even remember a great ending promo or just nothing substantial yeah, it was Why kind not? Of, it wasn't memorable yeah but i mean no. it was just you just wanted appearances from from uh, i guess um orton and reigns i mean maybe it's going to push orton and reigns fighting for each other for a uh, a number one contendership sh- uh, Correct me if now. I'm wrong, but Daniel uh, Daniel Bryan and Dolph Ziggler, they their match was right after Lesnar's opening thing yeah, with Heyman, yeah. right? Okay, so what? Daniel Bryan has went first at Mania. He went first at the Raw after me. They're just getting them out, getting the crowds hyped. Yeah, yeah, but it was awesome that out. the first match was a was a good length match of actual wrestling. Um, I mean, why not have Cena and Ambrose then? Or, you know, or the Brian and Ziggler. Both could have easily main-evented Raw. We don't need that six-man tag. That six-man tag could have been first. That could have been the middle match. I mean, that's not your main event. Yeah, but that was the culmination. That's the culmination of this. That's the culmination of the long story that was happening through the whole thing of Orton... Uh, being mad at Rollins, he's referencing the new champion. They have a beef. It's going on. They're setting up. He's got to find a partner, and it references uh, authority Ryback. members. Oh it's, no! That's the only way. That's the only way it could have happened. Um, so you had the best wrestling match starting off a of Raw. I don't see a problem with that. That's awesome. Kudos right. to Brian Danielson and his good buddy, Mister Dolph Ziggler for their great match and uh, wishing them the best. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's a yearbook uh, <laughs> uh, signing or something. I don't know. It's... Um, well, uh, what are we going to see to come? What, what, what's the future looking like? What are any ideas? Just more, <laughs> man, the vibe of that raw, it seemed to be dark to me. I don't know if it was just that arena. It seemed visually different maybe that was just my mindset having been to an all daytime wrestlemania but um i hope it, mm, it, hope it goes in this trajectory i guess that's what you always hope after the hopefully Raw. you're not scarred from watching wrestling in the dark again sometime like hey this mania can we turn the lights on please open some windows i'll bring a, I'll bring a floodlight every time i uh you know, or headlamp <laughs> i'll wear a headlamp uh all right well this is the Yes Talk uh, for Mean Mark Thornton over in sunny L.A. I'm Dustin Kaufman right here in Kansas City. You're listening to the Yes Talk on the Trending Topics Network. Thank you so much. Uh, check us out. Again, this is our second episode. If you're still listening, <laughs> wow, amazing. Tweet us ha- at the Yes Talk, hashtag the Yes Talk. Ask us questions, comments. Just tell me I suck. Whatever you want to do, that's fine. Uh, well, uh, to all the Dustin Kaufman guys and gals, uh, to <laughs> yeah, all the Kaufman yeah. guys and gals, we're keep, we're keeping it. The Kaufman the Kaufman guys. Uh, this is the Yes Talk. We'll see you next week. All right. Thanks uh, guys. Thanks Dustin. Always a pleasure. Thanks Mark. Fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. Cut that part off. <laughs> it's still recording. I haven't hit stop yet. Damn it. No, I mean you can. I'll, I'll cut it now. Yes Talk. <laughs>